Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows hey what's up guys from wrestlecast radio this is umberto carrillo wwe superstar you are listening to wrestlecast radio el latino está en la casa baby welcome to wrestlecast radio hello there this is the aerial assassin will osprey coming from you live from the tokyo dome in japan and you are listening to wrestlecast radio what's going on this is the man of the hour leo rush the 24-year-old piece of gold himself, and you are officially listening to Russell Cast Radio. Get down, get down. Oh, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live, right here on the Russell Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy Tuco, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. I just saw a hidden blade that just killed somebody. Episode 227. Alex, I, I'm not done either with uh, Is it Josh Alexander? Is that, is that on now? <laughs> I'm watching the uh, the Osprey Umino. Because oh. that was what I didn't what I didn't get to finish. But that's what I got. I got you, babe. For that I was shit. I was I was telling someone today. I was like, Yeah, man, I, I cried. And they're like, What do you mean? I was like, I cried watching a wrestling match that I knew. But the outcome would have been, <laughs> but the story within the story, and if you know who these guys are, I was like, just amazing. Like, like that's when you know pro wrestling is the art. That is why we love it. You know, why we talk yeah. about this, why we've been doing this for six years, why we've been doing this for 10 plus years, 12 years plus knowing each other. <laughs> like, hey, Royal Rumble, you know, like, that's why it's such a niche like uh, and hobby and everything but it's just like the people that get it they get it like when i wore my random uh i told you this the evil when he joined the bullet club was darkness club and i was wearing Mm -hmm. the shirt playing like sioux falls south dakota the dude was like tight shirt man i was like nice and then we did the two sweet because you know that's (laughs) the of you know gestures of like hey we're brothers we're we're cool you know and yeah it was just it's crazy uh, like it's, you said it was it was the lockup in the R zone where neither of us had spoken much to each other just kind of like who's this fucking guy and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like oh the Royal Rumble and I was like ah Christian's coming back and you're like are you a Mark and you had that look on your face like excuse me Do you read dirt sheets <laughs> and then and then you hear Whitney Houston and Start playing in the background <laughs> shit. <laughs> what you dreams are made of, man. It, it's like when, when I told you I got back from TwitchCon and that dude's like, hell yeah, nice hoodie. And I was like, I was like, let's go, Julia. And he's like, he, she deserved number two, man. 
<laughs> Damn right, should have been number one, but I can't. I can't argue with Ripley. I guess. But hey, I number, number one in our hearts. Number one yeah, in our hearts. Thank you. I, uh, I was talking to uh, to Luke, who tomorrow Luke and uh, uh, Elijah. Elijah will be with us for Sportscast tomorrow. Another uh, two. For, yeah. Are you guys splitting it up? No, we're gonna we're gonna just run the whole thing. I I don't know. I think there's a couple segments I'm sure that Luke won't know for boxing, and there might be a, a couple things that I don't know if Elijah's going to talk about. But we're going to make it work. It's going to be fun. But nice. um, um, when I was I was talking to uh to to Luke, and and I I had shown him Julia Siori when uh, she gave Siori basically a uh like a hammerlock Northern Lights driver to win the title and about killed her. It looked like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, it looks like Julia might end up in the E. And his first words were, Shawn Michaels is going to shit his pants when he does that to one of those cheerleader chicks. And I was like, yeah, she's, she's pro- he's probably going to be like, who brought her here? <laughs> who came to, you know, upshow oh. my talents? <laughs> Alex How Robin, dare he? There's been so much good wrestling over the last two weeks that well, yeah. I guess technically since the 28th of October, since we, we missed a week here. Um, but my goodness, I, I have five shows written on the docket here for us to not even match by match discuss per se, but just kind of talk about just the general state of the companies and the shows, I think, because as we get to the end of the year, I think it's a perfect point, especially with our end of the year awards coming soon here. Um, yeah. to just, just look at. Um, I I think we got to preview full gear for Saturday, just because. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah. AEW's in such a weird influx of. It's the best wrestling I, I watch almost every week. Like I love a half of it, and then I hate half of it now. But yeah. I can't wait for the pay per views because just like ROH, the pay per views always deliver, like we always talk about. And I'm really intrigued to see is like. How much are they hyping up for these big announcements that are going to happen, or we're assuming is going to happen? Like, I feel like this card is going to be a big make or break going into 2024 if they can continue to deliver on these promises and announcements that they make, or if it's going to be one of those <laughs> things where we're just like, "Well, that sucked," and then it's just frustration. And I, and I think the the best way to put it and maybe maybe we go to full gear first here and then you know jump yeah. in after this year but i used the opening that i did with the the Cole and MJF thing because mm-hmm. i think that's where the consensus from n- not just us but a lot of people in the media a lot of discords i read a lot of twitter things i read a lot of podcasts i listen to kind of when some of the grumbling started to take place you know, you bring up the ticket sales a lot and, and the TV. I, I've brought up some of the creative. I feel like when this entity went together is when mm. the whole shit changed. And I was thinking about that today. And I was well, curious your thoughts on that. When it stopped, like, like it just seems like rehashes of not only the superstars that we grew up with over the last 25 plus years that are back on our screens, uh, on the alternative you know, that they promised to be, um, I think that that gets a little murky, you know, and then mm-hmm. you get random, you know, like you would always complain over the years, like, oh, they're, who watches a TV like that? 
in the back on Monday Night Raw or who just randomly talks in a sentence like this and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're just seeing that more and more on AEW. Yeah. Where where the WWE, you know, they know they're a soap opera. They know they're 90% segments and interviews, 10% wrestling because they're entertainment. It's the storyline aspect. And, oh, yeah, we'll save it for the pay-per-views. Where before it was like, oh, we get storylines and we get this in AEW, stuff that can stretch out a couple of months and then they'll have a blow off if they can't wait a full quarter, you know, for the quarterly pay-per-views. You know, now they have more, obviously. But like now it just seems like, all right, we we sold a decent amount of tickets or even before, like they had the excuse of we sold out. We don't have to, you know, deliver anything. We still are. But now it just seems like it's the reverse. It's like we're not selling, but we're not really going to give you kind of everything that you're you're maybe expecting mm-hmm. in some different ways. And it's it's so hit or miss with me now. Where I used to love Collision, and now it's just like I'll do the five minute fast forward. If something catches my eye, great. If I see something online, I'll go back and watch it on my you know giant television. Other yeah, than that, I'm like, eh. you know, like. We were just there, talking there's about just so collision. many things in influx. Look at, yeah. at Danielson and uh, and uh, Starks in that strap match. Or no, that wasn't that was on the pay per view. But like when Danielson was having that run every Saturday with like Starks and stuff, it was yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. But then guess what? He gets hurt, and then that momentum <laughs> slows down, and then it's like all of a sudden. Pirate Danielson's in the back hyping up another tournament from All Elite Wrestling. For what? I don't know. Are we going to see matches from it? Yes, we are. In a few weeks in Minneapolis, come check us out at the Target Center Wednesday night, AEW Dynamites, 11-29-2023. And I don't know. I was so confused. And he's like, the first participant, Brian Danis. And I was like, you're going to rush this guy again? (laughs) A broken orbital bone for some 12-minute TV matches, just rest. Build someone else. You can get other technical wrestlers. I don't know what this tournament's supposed to be for. Do they get an international title shot? I have no idea. I just hope we get to see Samoa Joe beat some ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to, to fully go and turn coming out of this show. Because... It's an interesting show, like, like you know, like All Out. We're like, I don't know how this is going to go. You know, we just had All In, and it was a good show. You know, I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, like 70% of it was awesome. In this, it's just, it's a lot of rematches. And what was the one thing AEW said? We're never going to do this. Re- I mean, not ever, but it's like, we're not going to make this a thing like the other show. And just have rematch after rematch. And I count one, two, three. I'm sure that happened one time on Rampage. At least (laughs) four rematches within a pretty, you know, pretty, you know, close, you know, time from from what we're getting on Saturday. But, I mean, when I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe if Paige gives me some of that weed that he stole from Prince Nana, Maybe I'll enjoy the show a little more. <laughs> Why the hell are we having another Texas death match? I guarantee MT Ryan, this is the seventh of 2023 from this company. That's either Texas death or a Texas death match. Um, but what does that have to do with California? With Swerve and Hangman Page, just call it a hardcore match. Just call it a Laker. 
I have no idea, but you don't need a Laker match. match. (laughs) But there are matches where I'm like, what do you, is Sheeta just going to be your transitional champion yet again? And then when she wins her fourth defense, it's like, they're going to do another t-shirt. And it's like, well, but you're been a transitional champ minus, you know, the, the COVID era and whatnot, which she's a hell of a wrestler, but it's gotta be Tony storm, right? Yeah. I you've been building it up and, there's just so much shit on this show. The Jericho mega thing. I don't even get a shit. Like, why are the Bucks mad? I haven't watched Being the Elite in quite some time, so I'm sure every backstory is in there for this match. But the Winnipeggers, just let them be a team. Like, Matt and Nick Jackson, I don't know if they're just playing to the marks or whatnot for them being prissy bitches. But, man, that's all they are sounding like during this quote-unquote feud that just randomly was thrown together because I thought the Elite... We're okay. Bullet Club is fine. Um, but I don't know. It's, and then there's matches where I'm like, the three-way TBS championship. That could be a dark horse. Like, is this mm-hmm. going to be worth $50? Like, that's the thing. Well, every one of these shows always end up, they think for some reason they just decide to do something different. You know, it make things work. I mean, it's a, it's a nine-match show. Mm-hmm. I, I guess here's, here's where... Here's where I'm where 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 I'm looking at it is like we have we have MJF and the dreaded TBA so it's a matter of okay who's going to be his partner you you know I'm I I said I think they should bring in Alexander Hammerstone mm-hmm. or like Richard Holiday or something like that one of his old yeah. dynasty guys who knows who that's going to be might be Samoa Joe because they're pointing it on TV I I couldn't tell you they're they're talking about this big signing that. Oh. Who knows what that's going to be? I did I text you that blurb that I got from doing some digging yesterday that I sent. I uh, believe you did. Yes. Do ask me to do some digging, and I did. What I got was um, there's a thought that it could be Dolph Ziggler because he could tell TKO that he's he's good on getting yep. no checks, and then his NCC's void. Um, Monet is a thought because Hater apparently is above the schedule to return, so it could be setting up 2024. There's a small chance it could be a Ronda Rousey type. Um, that would be insane, then, honestly. Um, Moxley's pushing for Sammy Callahan, so it could be Callahan. And then there's, I think there's a good chance too. They just announce it's Will Osprey, and then that way they talk about Wrestle Kingdom being his farewell tour, even though it won't be because if he's in. AEW, he's going to work New Japan anyway. I was about to say, does that, I mean, what does it do with that partnership? They're like, well, I mean, maybe it's just like, hey, we'll take over the contract and you can have them three times a year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe. I mean, it's, it's definitely. Because I was about to say, like, if his contract's not up till February, how does that affect their relationship? Like, we're going to announce it, you know? Because isn't that technically tampering? But again, it's the wrestling business. So, you know, anything can happen. But, I mean, if it's well, Osprey. If New Japan's in on it too, you know, then correct, it's then yeah. it's just hey, we'll just we'll just do this now so you guys can have the big announcement, you know, yeah. and and maybe it is because maybe maybe they're the whole point is New Japan's like look, you can have them, that's totally cool, we'll, we'll still use them, but we're gonna have David Finley win at the dome anyway, so he's just gonna beat your two oh, guys. Oh my god, that was the worst. <laughs> I'm oh my god. I'm watching uh, the where he took the the middle part of the title out right now. Yeah, that fucking nerd. Oh, that was so <laughs> lame. But like, but I mean, like, okay, so the biggest Moxley from working. 
over there. Are the biggest pops, like, I mean, Ziggler, I mean, let's be real. He is a technical legend. Like, what he's done for hey damn now. near 20 years in the business. <laughs> oh! That's gimmick and friends. Gimmick and friends oh, sorry. <laughs> he is a, he's a good hand, if you will. Well done. I apologize, sir. Um, no, that was fantastic. But, but, I mean, obviously he could still go. I don't know if you bring him in with his brother? Will he be MJS partner? That would be weird. I don't know, but it would be something that they would do uh, randomly, but I'm just trying to think of what gets the biggest pop out of these options. Like, they're they're going to get pops because that's what AEW crowds do when there's a new signing at all these. Hell, we're guilty of it multiple times, live and in person. Um, but, like, Monet would be, is she the biggest one? I mean, if Osprey, because I think that's just in the bag, isn't it? Unless the yeah, E literally I, throws them like four million dollars. Look, like would you want to get into that? Year. Would you want to get to that Osprey free agency talk? I will. I will give you some very disappointing thoughts. That's going to make both of us sad. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, totally. He's, go, he's going to NWA. With, uh, <laughs> NWA Sam Hain or whatever. Sam Hain. <laughs> By the way, you lose a you sucked. lose a contract to air your company because of a ECW guy, a Smoky Mountain guy, doing cocaine <laughs> with what did you say his name is Sam the Gimp? It was Sal the Pal and Gags the Gimp were doing uh, cocaine with Sinister Minister and some whores that were drinking Jack Daniels. The Sinister Minister. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and then we can break what, that a week later? <laughs> a week later, NXT is going to be on the CW Network, and the NWA will be on their app. Still probably more coverage than where they're at now. Yeah. Um, but back, back to AEW, like, I mean, there's a lot of contracts coming up. I know you, you feel 110% confident that Warner Brothers loves them, you know, this and that, but then I read where – you know, they're like, oh, our focus now is the NBA. Like, if we can get them for multiple times, you know, and just all this other, you know, possibilities where it's like, well, AEW is not bringing in numbers where an NBA game would probably bring and more advertise, more, you know, uh, lucrative advertisements, I'm sure, um, from the NBA than, than AEW would, would give. And I think them probably seeing the talk within the last couple of months about this company and, and with Russell Nomics, you know, with Brandon Thurston saying like, uh, he's not confident that they've made any profit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at all. And then when you think of how much Tony Khan spent for ring of honor and how that just is it, sad to say, you know, we gotten some great pay-per-views, but who watches the show? It's yeah, just I like don't. dark. And, and the shitty thing about it is is you had all your ROH people on Dynamite while you were running your ROH show. You never made it special. Yeah, Kingston will have a five- to eight-minute match because he's the <laughs> ROH champion, but no one gives a shit. Like, that's the thing about it. And, uh, like, the, the guy you is stretching himself Club, out. You have Honor Club, and I, don't even, I never even got the – like, I didn't even get the login from you is how much we don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, think of that. Like, that's, like, we have, between the two of us, we got, like, every subscription minus Big Japan, which, once again, if you're yeah, listening, Big Japan, core, 
if you would be current, I would have subscribed to you five years ago to watch Masashi Takeda and Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura and Daisuke Saki and Yuji Ogamayashi and so on and so forth. I'll even put up with motherfucking Daichi Hashimoto going, ah, the whole time. But you're like five months behind. But point proven. I mean, for a while there, we were, you still had progress. That hasn't been a thing for years. And we still don't go about trying to watch the ROH TV show. You know, I mean, think about that. Like, that's how far in the back burner that is, that TV show is. It's just, it's off the radar, you know? Do you think it's the only thing, you know, besides getting Claudio? I mean, I I thought a pretty awesome title reign. You know, I'm happy he was a champion, like a world champion, after, you know, many times of deserving it. Yeah. Very cool. Very, like I said. A really good reign, um, you know, especially mm-hmm. part, and and he, you know, as I just complained about, you know, you didn't separate the brand, but at least he was affiliated, you know, with a, a pretty damn awesome top faction, you know, that kind of showcased like we're the technical best. Um, didn't say the L word, but they were the yeah, best, yeah, and we're going to prove it, and we're going to beat your asses. Like that was awesome. And then now it's just like, all right, well, no one's a champion anymore. So like, why, why is this club still around? So Yuta could take the pin, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting, man. Like I'm looking at this show and like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty damn good. Damn. He got knocked out. Um, but <laughs> sorry guys, we're, we're playing catch up here. Um, but like, I, I, I don't know. Like I liked how they ended with Jay White and MJ up with a promo, uh, you know, it, it was a sweet spot, even though it felt rushed. Uh, they're not even meeting their, their time marks, Ryan. Have you noticed that? Like, it's just, I don't know if your DVR is set for on time, but I've had to, like, put it over 10 minutes now. Because sometimes oh, it yeah. might yeah, they're trying last to get that even longer. And, they're trying to well, get like, illustrious overrun. But then they better start announcing that or getting it in with the company. Anyways, um... I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty effective promo, but it's just like my whole thing too is like MJF should have won that belt back, you know, within that, that eight man tag, you know, kind of going in as champion. Cause otherwise like he hasn't even had his, his I don't know. I, I get it. It's a prop. He's involved with seven storylines, but <laughs> as I sound frazzled, it's because thinking about what this company has done within the last three weeks alone, just, Makes me so, you know, discombobulated. A lot of people say that MJF is controlling his, his own booking and he has, he basically is making everything and he's getting approved to do all that. Like everything has gone through him. Yeah. I, I, I was somebody who preached that when MJF becomes a baby face, he's going to be the biggest baby face in wrestling. And I could confidently say that I do think he might be the biggest baby face in wrestling. That's not, I'm not trying to argue that, but what I, what I'm, what I'm concerned about is what I asked for. I kind of regretting that I asked for it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because like he's, 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 he's mocking or not mocking. He's just doing your eighties baby face. Yeah, he's doing what he loves, which is fine. You know, he did it as a heel doing the Piper, you know, I get yeah, it. That's yeah. totally fine. But I just, I don't know, man. Some of the, the it's, it's, too New York to me. Okay, yeah. That I am just not as into it as I was. 
Do you think that's his tryout in a way to say, hey, I can adapt to you guys? You don't have to. No. I still, <laughs> you don't have to I change for me. I still to this day am saying that this dude was under a contract last year. He's not a free agent. That's not. We don't even talk about that anymore because Osprey's a real free agent. That's a bigger deal. Like it, it was a big deal when you're a heel to talk about it, but until I mm-hmm. see this guy actually getting a, oh, his contract is truly up, and I see him leaving like Cody did, he's a professional liar. That's that's what pro wrestlers yeah. are. You know, I, I I am a professional liar at times, Alex. I'll tell you. Oh now. yeah. <laughs> Um, but do, do you, does this contract end on the first then of January? Who? MJS in twenty. No, I'm just. I'm telling you, I am confident that when no, they I get put that, but tight, I'm saying yeah. in theory, in theory, is this contract uh, over? Do you know on the first? No, I I'm pretty sure he's re up for like five more years. Is what I'm saying. No, no, no I get that, but I'm saying if he didn't resign. Correct. If he did not resign, is his contract up on the first? I bet you it's like quarter one. Because if it is, then it would make sense for Jay White to keep this title, to then beat MJF for the title. Because this devil thing, which I don't, uh, Sasha Banks, apparently, I, I have no idea. Anyways, um, if that happens, Snoop. or the chairman, I heard, is the latest uh, latest possibility. Sean Spears. Um, now, I wouldn't hate that because I thought his heel stuff was actually not that bad. I don't think yeah. he's ever going to be a main eventer. But if you want to try to do something different to push him, I don't dislike that. It's something fresh. It's something different. It's a nice little mini feud. They have the no history. Obviously, they were in the faction. I His name never crossed my mind until you said it. That's why I like it. You would that would get me. I would be, I would be like, oh shit, you know. Okay, I mean, he's... put it together then. If you want to, if you want to go that kind of a route, which I like, mm-hmm. yeah, is Ethan Page with him? Is Sean, uh, Scorpio Sky with him? No, by himself. So Ethan Page. So I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Oh, you meant with the other guys? Um, like his henchmen. Yeah. I think that would be a great way to bring some of those guys back. Yeah, but I have what... missed Scorpio Sky. I thought he was injured again. Oh, fuck me. Probably. <laughs> like you came I... back and you made this gimmick like, I'm coming on collision. And then like, I thought he got hurt like oh, he second did match back. Collision. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. Okay, and Ethan so... Page is on Ring of Honor. I know that. And I'm like, this is just weird. To see him on Ring of Honor when we know he's good and he should be flourishing, at least on Rampage, which he was for a while. Okay, let me ask you this. Aside from what we know is going to be everything, I don't think there's any match on this show that is below three stars minus maybe if the TBS championship match doesn't surprise, like, like you, you know, you you think it might, which I think it has an opportunity to really do exactly that, where it could shock people, or it could be a train wreck. I think yeah. there's no, like, middle ground. But if you look at, at this car, like, I mean, maybe Sheeta and Tony Storm, I don't know. There could be shenanigans. It's just, I hate that that's what they're doing with Mariah May after yeah. bringing her over, because I think she's really talented. And they're doing she, the whole Mickey James Trish Stratus thing. Oh, yep, yep. 
and and she I mean we saw we saw her coming to coming last November to to crab penis uh club venus over there with, <laughs> with Venus Shirakawa. Oh like, Mina, I, you know, we pray. We we both, you know, said, Wow, this this girl's a smoke show, but can she work? You know, and, and she you get six months later, you're like, Holy shit, this girl could work. Like this this is a great another great Rossi Ogawa signing, just like Tekla bringing her in, like shit like that. Like another mm. Julia, you know, two or three years ago, another great signing. And then, okay, wow, oh wow, okay. Do you, do you want me to throw something in the air that not one person has said has no no ties to this company, but would be the biggest shocker if they did it? Yeah. What if the what if the big signing is Julia? And nobody even sees it coming. Woo! If they do that, man, is Rossi pissed? Um, no, because that's that's just Rossi and New, that's just New Japan started Bushi Road working with AEW. True, true. So she can kind of what, do that when, at what any if time. That's yeah. the first. Or what if and and spoiler, I guess for DDT. But what if it was the man in the main event who who put the who dropped the title to Yuki Ueno? What if it's Chris Brooks? Oh. Wouldn't that fuck? That that would be nice, but I mean, would the people pop? I think they would at a pay per view like that. The the one advantage they have going if they bring in somebody who's not like a WWE superstar type person mm-hmm. is AEW pay per view cards are mark crowds. We know that marks. There's yeah. ten thousand people bought a ticket to Full Gear, and I guarantee you ninety percent of them are listening to us listening to a podcast like us or reading websites that talk about the mm-hmm. shit we're going to talk about. Good international hub, obviously with LA. So you're definitely going to mm-hmm. get, you know, some, some foreign fans that, that will definitely know and respect Chris Brooks. I mean, that'd be dope. Um, thanks for spoiling DDT, but I mean, that makes sense, but <laughs> I would have got to it in an hour. Now anyway. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I, I wouldn't be against that, but um, I don't know. I, I think it's gotta be, I think, I think we're sorry. Monet, uh, I think Mercedes Monet, with it being her quote unquote adopted hometown, you know the the land where her cousin is from. Um, I think that gets one of the biggest pops that that company's seen in a while. So I don't you want to know something? Just came in here. AW huh. talent themselves are speculating this week between a number of talent, including Mercedes Monet. Though we've heard as far back as August that there were working plans for the two sides to work together, the plan isn't to announce her this weekend at full gear, if possible, in the company, uh, if, if people in the company are to be believed. Several had stated that when asked, it was indicated that the full gear announcement is not Mercedes. Oh, interesting. And this was, as of, this was as of two hours ago. I just think to set up for a AEW woman, like a new era of women's. I mean, she mm-hmm. could go against Sheeta or Storm. Yeah. Either match, I'm all like, here's my money. Um, but yeah, maybe you don't need to bring her in in November, you know, depending on the injury. I know the boots has been spotted to be off as well. Uh, she, of course, tweeted, can't wait to see you guys next year, which again makes me think, like, <laughs> ah, maybe. Um, but I, I think Monet, the Julia thing didn't even cross my mind because, you know, with the rumors of her going to the Performance Center, what, next week? Or was it this week she was supposed to be down there? And that that blew my mind. What, what are your thoughts on, on that possibility of Julia I, going to the dark side? Like, I, 
I understand why you would do it because she she has that appeal that I think would work over here very well. Oh God, gotcha. um, she's she has gone from you know here you know she leaves Ice Ribbon with uh, you know she her and Tequila had those, those tag titles that I, I told you I said this this girl this girl's got something man over here she just she'll never get exposure in Ice Ribbon and she breaks out comes in at the end of 2019 I think it was in stardom because it was 2020 when the the thing the uh the unfortunate uh uh with um why well, can't I think of her name now Hanukkah was right was Hana, that 2020 yep. or 2021 uh that might have been 20 continue I'll, I'll check it out um but you know so any anyway uh yeah May 23rd 2020 so they had their feud and you could tell she was you know she was still green she's learning you know, you fast forward to the end of the year. Obviously, she has her issue with, you know, Hanakamura. The unfortunate thing happens. And then um, uh, we see uh, Tam Nakano, who then has uh, her feud that, you know, that she had uh, uh, going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she, was, she was doing all her shit. With, it kind uh, of put uh, both Ari- of those women to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. They, for- yeah. Arisa yeah. Hoshiki retired. That's the word I was at, retired. So Hoshiki retires, vacates the title. Julia wins the title at the Cinderella show from, from Tam. It was, yeah. that was, that was the, the wish. And, and then they go, you know, they go next year to the, to the March Cinderella show, hair versus hair goes all the way. Then you fast forward all the way, you know, to, to this year, to this year with your, <laughs> you know, match of the year, arguably. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, where. Where where Tam beats Julia, so you know they've ran a three year feud going now, which ironically was the my Mariah May was uh, on the commentary for, which I always think is great. Uh, she did so much in that company in a short time, but yeah, you know every every year she just improved and improved and improved and improved, and I think it's logical with Kyrie going back because Triple H is not going to screw her, screw it up and make her you know some dumb. I don't know. Basically, what they did was Sari, but using her as the example, Sari was rumored to be going back, big time deal, yada yada. No, she ended up just going to do that. That um, that American Joshi. Joshi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Asia Kong's the 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 commissioner of, and you know, Arisa Nakajima's the champion. I think, or no, it's Sai, uh, Unagi Sayaka is the the champion there. But wasn't Asia you know, Kong just in your old neck of the woods? Yeah, she was at she was at North High School, the Polars, over by Rocco's. Oh man! So is Masato Tanaka. The first guy I meet in Japan is in as at North High School last weekend. That's wild. <laughs> but everybody was like, "Oh, she's going back to the E. She's going back to the E." Well, nothing ever came confirmed. It was all speculation. She ended up mm-hmm. not doing that. Julia, she's going to the E. She's going to the E. It's all speculation. But it hasn't happened yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows if it if it really does happen? I think the speculation also garnered a little more more fire because it was all like, oh, Jay Cargo. She's saying, I love AEW. I love Tony Khan. And it's like, hey, rumors are T- Triple H really wants Jay Cargo on the roster. And then, you know, within the last second, or maybe it was already a done deal, and she was just being political, 
which wouldn't surprise me, you know, is then, hey, she's at the E. And then, boom, to get other prospects to enhance this women's division even more, we're going to make her, just like we did with Cody as well, make them seem like a big star. And then, you know what? We're going to bring back Kyrie Sane. And then we're going to do, you know, all this other stuff and still, you know, have Eo uh, Sky as a prominent figure. And then, you know, just to, I, I like what they're doing with the women's division in the E a little bit more in AEW, crazy enough. Um, even with Becky Lynch kind of out of that spotlight there, it just seems a little bit more enjoyable. But also it just seems like the talent, like they know not to mess mess it up. So I think Julia with that presentation and her and Cargill and give it like in a year. My God, again, mm-hmm. here's my money. So, I mean, with Julia, I I think she would have more of the freedom, obviously, with AEW, where she can, like you said, go back to stardom, maybe go, you know, do some independent dates, which would be really cool. Um, But, I mean, the big money and and I think the bigger presentation, God, her and Bianca, Mm -hmm. again, sign me up. It just seems like more, more money matchups, I think, I guess, could be in the E more so than, you know, an AEW, you know, unless she does like a Wembley show, but like I could see Julia being in a Mania match, you know, within two years time, you know, God willing. And I think the other thing too is, is, you know, WWE was just as, just as hard pushing for Mariah May as AEW was, that was known. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she chose to go to AEW. AEW is building this angle around stardom. So mm-hmm. they continuously bring up stardom, which I think is kind of interesting. And so are they the done whole... with Tokyo Joshi Pro, even though they still have a Russell Universe relationship? Or no, I don't just think because so. it's I kind just... of free Wayne in Japan now, which is a good thing. That, you I, know, I look at it as a lot of work with anyone. Yeah if, yeah, if if we can bring in more people and give both companies exposure, there's I don't think there's any reason not to do it. Oh, by the way, uh, the E already had their Mariah May, Ryan. I think she's called Tiffany Stratton. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Daddy said she could be a wrestler, so she became a wrestler. <laughs> I'm glad they don't do that shit anymore. She's on a tennis court. Um, but, you know, but, but if that's the case and they're going to talk about stardom, you know, who's to say it isn't, you know, that, that's the other reason that makes me think of the Julia thing. Because I, I feel mm-hmm. like the Mariah May thing, especially with you mentioning the, the Mickey James, Trish Stratus style gimmick is it makes me think now even more that that storm's winning the title and she's going to mm-hmm. end up feuding with mariah may because yeah if, if they if they won the the bid for her they're going to use her and i know Tony oh, Khan's gotcha. yeah. big on her because you know he's a he's a mark so that's just <laughs> there's just a lot of indications to me that say it could very well be uh Julia, I didn't think of. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this just because I want to get it out there in case it happens, and I hope it doesn't. Or it's going to be Goldberg. <laughs> and then he's going to wrestle the Wardlow. <laughs> does, does he have a lot of respect in the in the locker room? Do you think? Ah, who knows? <laughs> I don't come out doing that shit and get tired. Is Flair going to show up at the pay-per-view? Has he been on television? I haven't seen no. him in the last couple of weeks. After he was like, I'm so. going to be with you, Stinger. <laughs> I think they want to get through this weekend. For, I think once they get through this weekend, then they can start building for Evolution. Hey, you got to get that woo juice, man. 
<laughs> Do they sell it like retail? Woo energy. <laughs> woo juice, he called it. Woo juice. <laughs> woo juice. Woo juice. One time for the whole better nothing loose. <laughs> so if if you were to go if we were to go through this, MJF and two beat outs against the guns. MJF retains. Is that is that your thought? Nah, Bullet Club Gold's taking all the all the straps on Because oh, this is where I'm go that that's where I was going with the MJF contract talk is if he really did resign and they're keeping it hush hush, why don't you I mean he's already beaten the record, he's the longest reigning AEW champion, you know, give or take ticket sales and, and all this other stuff, you know pr- pretty interesting title reign. From the pillar storyline uh to the Adam Cole stuff to, you know, kind of the, the face turn and a lot of that. I think he needs a cool off. He he was thrusted with a lot, especially in the last four or five months, it seems like. Um, you know, especially within the last month where he was involved in nine storylines and one dynamite alone. Um <laughs> which I actually thought that was the best he's looked overall since champion was that one dynamite where like Joe came at him and like uh, Bullet Club all came like everyone just came at him in one night and the acclaim and all this other stuff I was like okay I'm down with this um, but anyways then he loses and then he comes back sometime you know in 2024 and be like I don't know what is he going to do and then he's that big surprise I so, think that you know you, you give him a nice cool off you build some other people up you kind of see where this you know Adam Copeland situation goes uh, you could focus more on the sting aspect, you know, kind of make that, you know, your one or two storyline uh, until that's over in February. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's what you got to do, especially if Adam Cole is legit injured. You got to wait for that storyline for another six, seven months to finally, you know, conclude. So I'll say this, that if, if, if we're going that route, which I'm fine with, then I think you just got to go all out and blow it up. I still... Yeah. I still in the back of my mind, and, and I know everybody said it's a thing, and, you know, there's pictures on the internet and yada, yada, but conspiracy theory that I am, still think there's a slight chance it's a work. Mm-hmm. You need to have the devil end up being Adam Cole, and you need to have Agreed. the guys with them being the kingdom and Roderick Strong, and they need or to... Kyle O'Reilly. Hell yeah, there you go, because you need five. Do Cole O'Reilly strong in the kingdom. There you go. There's five. And you have them come out and do whatever they need to do. And MJF challenges them for, a, you know, he, he beats Jay White and he goes, I'm sick of this. Me and you this Wednesday on Dynamite. And it's a title match. And he gets jumped or whatever. The guy unveils and it's Adam Cole. He's not hurt. And they beat the shit out of MJF. And he go, that's how you get him off TV. You make yeah. Adam Cole champion. And then you could bring them back, at, you know, to set up for double or nothing between MJF and Cole. Give them six months off to get them off TV. If Adam Cole's really not hurt and they're just prolonging that angle, then just gangbuster it. Just do everything. Because yeah. at the end of the day, selfishly, I want this company to give me somebody that's his partner in the tag match. I want the devil and his group to be unmasked, and I want to know who this mystery signing is. I want everything on Saturday. I don't want him to wait and waste, or you know, I don't. I don't want this devil thing to go on. Because here's the problem, and, and, and 
I, I agree with, you know, Lanza said this on, on the flagship that we've listened to. Nobody cares about this devil thing, but Roderick Strong, nobody even talks about it. Yeah. It, it has never once come out of Jay White's mouth in the last month. So well, why? Because he was getting jumped you? by them. <laughs> you know, it, it, well, yeah, he got jumped that one show, talked about it the next week, and it's never come up again. So why keep pushing this angle that nobody even talks about? Who cares? Get it out of there. Get done with it. Just you're doing too Even much. Even if it's Adam Cole that we all know it should be, like, is it still going to be the uh huh? Unless, like you said, he somehow wins the title, like when after he unveils himself. It's it's one of those things where when he takes off that mask, the crowd's going to pop. It's just going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I still it's think so if, obvious. if 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 I could book this and I had my way, when they take off those masks, it's. It's Kenny Page, the Bucks, and CM Punk. CM Punk, And everyone yeah. goes, oh, my God, this is a work. And they're like, we've been working at this for two years. And screw you people over. <laughs> That'd be the biggest swerve ever. <laughs> Nobody would see that coming. No, no one. You and want to win like... angle of the year, TK? You, you get those five guys in a room and put that together for Saturday. That's how you Fucking get me over. Matt Jackson and Phil Brooks is making out in the ring. <laughs> they're all excited and shit. <laughs> Fucking Ace Kenny, Steel is kissing Kenny, Kenny Omega's Omega. fake biting his arm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be some Bullet Club NWO-esque type shit, which, yeah, I mean, that would... That would be Hogan Bash at the Beach. The week before Survivor Series in Chicago with all their CM Punk drops that they're doing over in Connecticut. I mean, ah. That would be that would be interesting. I I would be down for that. Um, I I just I don't know, man. This show is just there's so many possibilities. Like it's it's making <laughs> making my head spin. So and we also have another pay per view in like a month after that. So that's where I'm like, what, what are you what are you prolonging to? Yeah. I don't so let's let's real quick run through it real fast. Give our thoughts. Give quick winners and, and big time thoughts here as we've given this up the whole first hour. Um, MJF and the guns. I'm going MJF. You're going guns, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, Sheeta Tony Storm. We talked about. I I think Storm's winning the title. Uh, bingo. Uh, Sting, Darby, Copeland are going to beat Christian Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. No way Copeland's losing. I'm going to go heels. With the Ooh, it says I'm going Copeland. Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne's getting that pin on Copeland after Cage hits him with the uh, with the chair. Let's go. It, it's a Sting, Darby Ab- Allen, and Adam Copeland with Ric Flair. <laughs> oh man. Woo. Um, Orange Cassidy, John Moxley. Does Moxley take the title back? I mean, does it really matter? But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Mox. Ah, Mox is gonna. Yeah, he's gonna get it back. I, I think you got to put it back on him so you can try to go back to the angle you were going to do a couple months ago because like, and that's one thing that that we have to give this this company with some booking problems and ticket sales and ratings and, and matches and angles is this company has been really really destroyed the last two years with the injury bug injuries yeah I mean look and at what does that equate year, to what what do we is it the training is it the lack of reps. What are we? Why, why are there so many injuries within the last it's, three years within this company? I think it's all just just coincidental. I mean, if you know if, if it's a real injury, 
how many people jump off of a stage running to the ring and Adam Cole breaks his ankle? How, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or how many people do dives on a weekly basis in all these wrestling companies and Moxley happens to hit his head on the ground? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's so random. And Danielson injures his arm and then his eye. Yeah. When has Okada ever injured somebody on his elbow? That he does. This is the first time well, I've ever heard it. Yeah. Well, they're saying it might have been like a week or two before that as well. So who knows? And if it was, you know, okay, cool. But if it's, you know, what was reported. Yeah, but Okada's taking that heat. Like, real or not. He's getting some shit off of that. Shout out to Okada, who, uh, who after, uh, you know, they, they had uh, Cassidy do the orbital bone thing to, to put that over. Uh, Okada's going, oh, my arm. Oh, my eye. Get up, you baby. When they, when I mean, we already got the match collision. announced. We already have the match announced for Wrestle Kingdom in January 4th. We will be getting Danielson Okada too. So, if they, I mean. If they put it to a vote, is it going to win the voting over Naito Sonata? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Danielson has to be at least 90% for that match. I, I think don't know, he's man. fine. He, look, he had a broken orbital bubble in ROH back in... 2006 or 7 or whatever it was oh, and he he worked Takeshi Morishima with a legit broken orbital bone and Morishima was lariating his face he's fine <laughs> I'm not worried about Danielson <laughs> I mean he had, I, I got a broken arm watch this match I'm going to put on with Ricky Starks when, I mean they're, when, they're slapping each other in the face with true. a strap and he didn't use his right arm at all yeah. once. And so the thing with Danielson too is I love how he does the promo. He's like, you know, you took my arm, you took my eye. I'm gonna take, you know, another win from you, Okada, at the dome. I love how he can't participate in the G one next year for obvious reasons, since he'll, you know, pretty much his career will be, you know, winding down to to minimal dates. Um but he gets his Japan moment, you know, yeah. obviously not Noah or Dragon Gate USA, but he gets to perform at the Dome. Yeah, he's, he's the biggest star in, the, in, the, in Japan. The, to the top. Like, it's so awesome that he's going to get this match, and uh, I, I just can't wait for that. But that, that's a whole nother. Turn- it's not the G1, but he's going to get his tournament that he wants to do. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I tell you what, I bet you I bet you. What Cody is this Khan- tournament for? Is this for the international title shot? No, I, I don't so think confused. they announced what it was for at all. <laughs> We're just going to have 12 competitors in a round-robin tournament. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be for a title shot at Revolution, if I had to guess. The, K, the K1, the Con 1. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'll be my guess, is winner goes on to Revolution. Easy way to do mm-hmm. that. But I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Tony Khan was like, hey, hey, Brian, who do you want in this tournament with you that you can work? Like, I, I bet you he's going to have a lot of say in this tournament. So I think that's a good thing, too. Did we get another Zack Sabre Jr. appearance? Oh, he just worked uh, Mike Bailey. Uh, he did, yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited to check that shit out. Uh, but, yeah, you know, injuries aside, you know, that's, that's definitely been something that's hurt this company. Speaking of injuries, mm-hmm. hey man, Hangman's back. But uh, Hangman Swerve. I'm, I'm, I think Hangman's winning. You agree? Disagree? I disagree. I think you you keep that momentum. You give Strickland this victory. 
That's what I want. I want Strickland to keep the momentum up because I feel like Tony Khan thinks this guy can be a world champion in the next two years. And I think if I you th- want to get get him there, keep the wins going. I, I, I agree. I think Paige even hopefully realizes that as well. And and if they can put on another banger as they did in Seattle at Wrestle Dream, I mean, th- this is the match I'm looking forward to. This is well, the number one match for me, if I if have you, to be if, honest. If you look at, like, you know, with the Young Bucks, too, they know that they don't have to win matches and they're always going to be over because of the company it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's why I think we've seen, you know, the Bucks job out to certain teams or, you know, Hangman has, has been on the losing end. So I think, I think you're right. I think there's a very good chance Swerve could win this because they yeah. know Hangman's not going to lose shit losing this match. No, agreed. And Swerve, so, if he's in that tournament, again, you're building up this storyline where it started, where Strickland's like, you've been handed everything, Hangman. And, you know, he's like, I deserve to be champion. You were just given, you know, the, the path. He's like, I've been fighting for this long, and I'm going to be the first African-American AEW world champion. And I think that's awesome. And I think it's it's something where you keep building that and building that. Like you said, within two years, I'd say within about a year, he's got a hell of a shot, you know, by the end of 2024, hopefully mm. at least in a feud for the, for the, uh, the top you, prize there. And the only reason I say two years is because they do a good job of having long world title reigns. True. You know, yeah, there's only so, been like what, six champs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, that's the only reason like, Which I is good. I, I mean, he could be one of the next couple champions. You know, have him win this tournament and have him beat MJF at Revolution, and then there's where you have Cole show he's the devil. You can cost him the match. Yeah. And then you could have send Adam, send MJF away a couple months, have him come back, and they could do a big, big street fight at Double or Nothing, and then you still got the title off of him, and you can put it on Swerve. And being a heel, being the guy he is, it's not going to hurt him. It's perfect. Um, and, and, what's funny and too is I was, talk about how great he is because he won. You know, hell, hell yeah! I was gonna say uh, I could see Swerve Strickland beating Jay White for the title. Well, like, yeah, I could see him beating White. That'd be tight. Um, Golden Jets, Young Bucks. I feel like Young <sighs> Bucks are jobbing one. again. What I hate about this is what I what I read a few weeks back is. They're breaking up the elite after they made this whole big we're we're one unit against one man. CM Punk, we are the elites, we are one. And then they're gonna well, they fight so they could one in the locker room because it's not an on TV angle. Come on. Ah, that's B B one on screen. Just all of a sudden like, Oh, you're hanging around Jericho, huh? Like that's so stupid. It's baby shit. Like no grown men are gonna like do that. Anyways, I think what I heard were the Young Bucks are going to, because they want to team with Colt Cabana and Brandon Cutler, which I don't know if they're going to get them any more over than they already are. But if that's to be the case, and then they help the Golden Jets win so they can become heels because they turned on Kenny, um, I think that would be the most laughable thing. It's fine if they're heels, but to bring in Cutler and Cabana for that, I'm sorry, but that shit is just that's trash. That's trash. I don't think that I I I would be shocked at that. Cabana and Cutler are jobbing on ROH TV, but that's what I'm Maybe saying. Win- like they're they're gonna get know. them so they can 
do another fresh paint of coats on whoever whoever banner there threw that rumor out there. I, I assume doesn't know much about wrestling. I Take wouldn't. That Meltzer. Yeah, fuck Meltzer. Then I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit. I I would love it if the Bucks would turn heel just because it would give them different people to work. Well, yeah. I, I mean, again, it's obvious that they're playing the heels in this story, whatever. Here, you I think Omega and so much. Oh, I do. I'd punch the <laughs> shit out of them if I ever see them. Um, but Omega and Jericho, I mean, I I kind of like it. I like the Winnipegger, you know, aspect to it. Uh, the the of Genesis gimmick last night. Oh, oh that was Brian Cage. Yeah, with. Kota Ibushi being murdered uh, by, <laughs> by, by Aussie Open Kyle Fletcher. Like, Why did Takeshita give him a brain buster on a bike? Because he's u- utilizing Ibushi's... Uh, <laughs> and Take- probably because of... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Taguchi. Um, the main guy in, in DDT who, who overruns the universe. Takagi, thank you. Uh, it was probably paying homage to, He's to like, Takagi well, as well. And that's what I think Kodobushi was doing with the bike to begin with. You know, it's some old school happy motel. But I was Takeshi was just in there kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah, because he, he was the boss as hell. Yeah, I was like, man, you need to wear wrist tape more often. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you, so I, I think the reason I think Omega and Jericho are winning is I think they're going to beat Starks and Big Bill. And then mm-hmm. you can do some tag stuff with the Callus family. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's why I would do it. Yeah, I, I think the Jets winning, I, I think that'll, you know, again, push the Bucks away, get them, like you said, on that heel route. And, and yeah, I, I think just more prominent matchups gives Kenny something to do before maybe another Japan, you know, Japan run in January. Yeah, I, I think it's thing. it's always good to cool him off because if you ever need him for a main event push, yeah. you know he, he can do it with anybody. But he just had that title you. match against MJF that we didn't talk about, which was a phenomenal match, not yeah. only for free television, uh, but pay per view quality. And uh, if you haven't checked on Collision from the twenty eighth of October, go seek that out on your your TNT apps because it was a banger, big fight yeah, field, and ah. Uh, you know, Kenny, it, it's fine. Kenny can go do that, you know, a couple times a year, have the big matchups, and I think it's fine with him and Jericho. Um, so, now, you may end up having a different biasy than than um, in 2020 with this because, you know, they, they, made, your, they made your friend uh, Phil go home, and, and I know that hurt your feelings, but the, the Young Bucks versus the Golden Jets. How close can this get to the Revolution tag match that we said is the greatest tag match we've ever seen in our lives? Uh, can, no. Is is it just because Jericho can't hang with a guy like Hangman anymore at this age, and that's that's a definite hindrance with the three workers he's going to be in there with? I mean, I, I don't want to put ageism into it, but honestly, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a very good match. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're going to play to Jericho's strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what, what we always talk now. about is is he's so good at how do I Adapting. just adapt and do it yeah. that I mean, you know, and for those that, that don't know what we're talking about, Kenny and Page versus the Young Bucks Revolution twenty twenty, maybe the greatest tag team match we've ever seen. It was I mean, 
we we couldn't stop throwing roses at that match. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible. And um, then COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, hey, at least we got that before. Though. That's true, and it was a it was a huge crowd in Chicago. It was the first event at the the Wind Trust, and yeah, that was that was Could an amazing amazing match. If that would have been a no fan show match, no, no. Yeah, so well, like, there were many good matches with no fans, you know, uh, across the industry during that time. I, I don't think it would have had the same effect because that no, crowd that was like perfect. That, I mean, uh, that was on the level, uh, like the acclaim and Swerve and Lee in Chicago again was, or Hoffman Estates, I should say. That's yeah. another example of where that crowd <laughs> made that match. Like, oh, this is seven stars. Like, mm-hmm. like holy shit. I felt like I was there. Um, I, I think this is going to be damn good, but, but Jericho, as we know, is just, you know, a little bit slower. But I, I think if you adapt to that, like like we're talking about, um, this this could easily be, you know, four and a half. Because you know. he, Best, uh, I, I would four and a quarter with him and Takesh that ultimate party. Um, he I can't believe they co main evented that. By the way, he he was he could tell he was getting a little bit gassed, but he hung with Takesh the entire way. I was super impressed. I couldn't believe how good he looked. Which tells me that he knows that he's putting himself into dangerous waters, tagging with Kenny. And to me, it tells me that he's taking it seriously because, like you know, his, like I said, his cardio on that on that show or on that match was, I mean, it was it was it was go. It was a mm-hmm. you know there was you know your downtime here and there and shit like that as always. But I mean, this thing was was a fucking sprint. I mean, this was you know this was almost twenty four minutes. Um, oh, it's wow, hitting nice. an eight point three out of ten on cage match, which is about a four and a quarter, like I had. Yeah, yeah. Um, my Russell Universe was glitching on every platform, so I was just pissed and just gave up because I started that. I watched a little because I started with the Saki Akai retirement match, and uh, it was just like skipping every other second, and I was like, nope, can't do this. That sucks. Hopefully, hopefully you can get back but and, soon. and watch yeah, it again. Soon. This is yeah. a, it was a good. It was good. Um, but yeah, it was like Jericho looked really good. So that's why I have I have a small bit of hope that he's going to be able to to go. And I think they're smart enough to know that when it's time to get him out of there, you you have the Bucks run the crazy shit with Kenny, and you mm-hmm. do all that, and then you can still I I don't know I I think th- like like you said Hangman and Swerve I think and this are my two most anticipated matches on this show. I, yeah, I, I am looking forward to this match. I'd say this is probably, my, yeah, within my top three matches of like, oh, I, I cannot win. I, I mean, no, I mean, that's not, yeah, I'd say probably my, my top three. But um, my, I, I'll, I'll just end it with this. I, I, I yep. think this is going to be a very good match, like you're saying, but I, again, just randomly just thrown together. <laughs> you know, like, again, I, I don't watch being the elite as much anymore if not for, for over a year. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. And I stopped and, watching actually Ryan before the whole brawl out. So don't, don't throw it all on. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't dare to. That <laughs> might've had, you know, a, a play though. <laughs> um, it, it, I'll say this too. It, it, we don't know for sure per se, but you know, once again, was there another injury thing that made this, get thrown together so fast. You know, you never know with all the shit they keep going through, but and with Kurabushi um, being finally all elite, you know, with them announcing that that he is signed with them, 
uh, last night here on on Dynamite. Like, does he make? Does he come out during this matchup? Does he do something? Is he going to get involved? I, I, I wonder if, if it was supposed to be him. Yeah. But he just wasn't. He he. You know, I I could see him being like, "There's no way." with me being so far out of the ring where I still am not where I was that I'm, I can go in there with Kenny in the box. This is not going to happen. But man, talk about a match that could have blown the roof off of the forum. Golden lovers versus the Bucks. I mean, they oh. did in LA back in like 2017 or whatever. I'm, I'm just saying. Remember how good that Big, was? Big Abushi. Yeah. Yeah. I just I remember um, they they did the you know the the dual blade thing and Abushi once again fucked it up trying to go out to the floor. Yeah. You know, but Abushi being Abushi was like, I can't do <laughs> the shit I used to. Just give me a brainbuster on my neck on the on a bike. Oh, Kyle Fletcher, just kill me. I can still <laughs> do that. Literally well. kill me. I felt so bad for Fletcher. I'm like, what is going through his mind right now? Because there's no win win for that spot for either man. And Abushi's just smiling. This is going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. Because he was like, I'm going to Yakuza-themed matchup. Yay. <laughs> yeah, do you think Old he rolled tweet. his eyes and looked at everyone like, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, they're probably, <laughs> that's a rib. That's probably one of the biggest ribs. <laughs> um, Statlander's not losing to Heart of Sky Blue, right? No, but I think this is a match. This is my most intriguing match. This is the match where I'm looking forward to seeing, to see how, because I think all of them have progressed. Statlander from her injury, from her not being from Andromeda anymore, from being a yes. really awesome Thank champion, God. to Julia Hart uh, doing a bang of job. Um, yep, well with, improved. With, yeah, and, and Sky Blue, you know, kind of garnering some some fanfare, not for certain ass but all for before What's her ring work. Scooby Doo shit she's wearing. Uh, people liked it. God, I don't. She wore for a Halloween one off, and then it blew up, and now she's wearing it all the time. It doesn't go with her eye gimmick, but whatever. I no, or, I, I'm excited to kind of see this young crop of wrestlers that really didn't have that indie kind of you know practice. They all just kind of started. It seemed oh, Sky Blue did I guess with AEW. Um, and whatnot in Chicago. She works a lot of the Chicago Indies. Julia Hart, I believe, is a Kennedy trainee. Um, and Statlander is out, out in Long, Long Island. Island. Yeah. yeah. She she used so to wrestle guys all the time in that Beyond promotion. Oh, really? Thanks. She used to do all the intergender stuff, yeah. she That's another one that, that MJF brought along, like, um, like yep. Max Caster. It's another one from his camp. But no, I, I think this match is, is uh, very intriguing. I, I can't wait to see. But yeah, I think Stat. Ah, you know what? I'm gonna change it. Julia Hart's gonna get the win. Oh, let's go! You heard it here first. I got faith. I got faith. Um, Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus La Facción Ingobernables, uh, Rush and Dralistico. It's uh, FTR versus the Kings of the Black Throw and Malachi Black Brody King. Are they still PWG Tag Champions? By the way. I think so because PWG isn't running the rest of the year because uh, yeah. Super Dragon's wife's yeah. sick. But then they also said that the venue was shut down permanently, and then it's like, nope, kidding, we're open. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the the current uh, champion, or they're the current champions. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Starks and Big Bill retained, and I think it's partially because of what I said with Kenny and 
Jericho went beating them. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad Roosh is finally on a fucking pay-per-view. Who is Drillistico? Why should I care? And yeah, I think Roosh is going to be freaking awesome in this. I think Starks and Big Bill had something when they were first paired randomly. Like I said, originally on the show uh, a few months back, I was like, they just got that Shawn Michaels diesel energy, except I think Big Bill could obviously move a little bit better than what uh, Big Daddy Cool could uh, could do about 30 years ago here. So I think Starks and Big Bill deserve it, uh, deserve the win. Um, FTR, you know, I, I think maybe, again, kind of a nice cool-off here uh, would be fine. But, yeah, I, I think Drillistico will be eating the pin from one Big Bill. So Drillistico uh, started in uh, CMLL. Uh, where he was Dragon Lee from 2010 to 2012. Wait, what? And then and then he dropped the gimmick and gave it to his brother, who was Drago, who now is the Dragon Lee that we know and love. That what? Um, and then he became Mystical. Oh, they're all brothers. Yep, and then he became Mystical until 2021. And then... There now there's the new Mystico because he jumped ship from CMLL to AAA, and you know just like <laughs> the LA, just like the LA Park thing in the park, uh, the companies own the gimmick, so they just put a new guy into the hood. So now there's the yeah, new man. Mystico, which he was the Mystico in CMLL, um, and then now he became Dralistico to combine the Dragon Lee and Mystico portion to make Dralistico from Dragon to Mystico. And then Roosh is his other, Roosh is his brother, Dragon Lee is his brother. Um, so that's, that's how that whole thing is between them. That's but yeah, they're all, they're all related to those three. That was why a lot of people thought Dragon Lee was going to go with. And then uh, Bastia Del Ring is their father, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But that was originally why people were so shocked about Dragon Lee going is is when Roosh got in, everyone thought, and then Jalistico got in there. Oh, they're going to bring in Dragon Lee. This is great. And then all of a sudden, after they, you know, they win the, that that match, and he's like, "I'm going to NXT as I just won a title, AAA or whatever." And they're like, "Oh, okay, see ya." He just leaves. To be fair, Dragon Lee was probably dropped on his neck quite a bit from uh, Hiromu <laughs> and many other uh, Puro juniors um, over the years where he's like, you know what, I'm going to go play it safe. I'm going to go wrestle for like five minutes a night <laughs> instead of 35 minutes, and I'm going to go take my check. Yeah, I'm going to go get paid. I just I want them to push Roosh, man. I think that's a guy, you know. He's got the it, look. If you want to give me what I wish would like this company to go to is I would love for 2025 double or nothing. The main event is Roosh and Shane Strickland. That's what I want to see. Give me those two motherfuckers. That would be fantastic. (laughs) uh, Then main event MJF. Oh, who do you you think is pitting Drillistico? Who's getting the win? Are you going champs retain? Uh, Champs retain, yes. Yeah, FTR, I think it's just, hey, we we don't, you know, let's get them in there just for more work rate. Um, and you you can build FTR and um, you know Black and Brody. You can build House of Black up with FTR, and they can go do something. They don't need titles on the line, which is oh, a that'd good be thing. nice. Yeah, you know, so there's there's things you could do from this. 
then MJF Jay White. Are you so are you truly going Jay White's taking the title or are you going to MJF? Because I'm going to MJF. I just don't I think I'm I'm gonna go Jay White. I I would love it. I love Jay White, but how do you think Jay White's been so far uh since he's been officially signed with the AEW? I think how do you think his John's been? Okay. I he's been great. Because the one hindrance I always had with Jay White is New Japan would let him have 45-minute matches, and those shits would get so boring sometimes. Because mm-hmm. his control periods were so boring. <laughs> but in AEW, Remember the guardrail spot? That was like 20% of his offense. <laughs> guardrail. Whereas now, he has short ma- you know, it's shorter matches. Yeah. And it's more the the Okada pacing with these ones. And that's why I think they've been so good. Like, I love the fact that, you know, when, when he, when they ended that show Wednesday and he hit MJF with the, with the blade runner, it, he just looks like a million bucks. He hits him with that mm-hmm. move, pins him in the, in the eight man gets the, gets the clean win, holds that belt up. He looks like a champ. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why, that's why I'm picking the switch blade. It's gotta be the era, man. <laughs> We got to breathe it in for 2024. They got to get it out of that smog out in LA on Saturday night. I'm calling it Jay White. Your new AEW World Champion. <laughs> Let's get it. So, uh, with that, with the preview going down, which we gave a ton of time to, which I think it's deserving. We have a you know good AEW fan base. Puro time. We got Power Struggle. We have the All Japan, not necessarily All Japan shows, but just the, the rumblings of All Japan. We have DDT's Ultimate Party. We still haven't talked Noah's Demolition Stage in Fukuoka from the 28th. And we also have the Gate of Destiny from Dragon Gate. Where do you want to go on this, this ride of Puro? <laughs> and um, my second question is, yeah. if it's something with you having aside from sleeping, maybe having time, would you mm-hmm. prefer we push Ultimate Party a week so you can watch it? Because I, I don't think know if you I'll enjoy watch all the six sh- hours. I don't know if I'll watch all, <laughs> all six hours. I, I got too much Bravo reality television to oh. unfortunately watch. And oh, the challenge. God. Oh, this Dude, I fell asleep. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is how, how sick I was. Dude, like... I can't watch DDT. I went to bed at like 7.30. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Dude, their fights are more believable at times. But I'm like, man, she's going to slap that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fell asleep from like 7.30 to 1.30. It was intense. But I couldn't watch the challenge. I was sad. But you know what I was watching? I was watching Winter House on Bravo. Yeah, that movie you asked me to watch, that's that Michael Fassbender movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I saw the trailer for it. I was I uh, almost watched. It. I ended up watching. Now you see me too because I had seen the first uh-huh. one like two days ago. Then I watched that, and then I watched the Meg two. Oh, how was that? It was it was it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was alright. And then I watched. I, I actually watched three movies yesterday. You, you should be Ooh. happy. I watched uh, Strays. Oh, the uh, Peacock uh, swearing dog movie. Yeah, with Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx and two other people. How, how was that one? It was fun. It was cool. Was that some of your show, Sydney? No. <laughs> really? No, no. No, God, no. Well, I can't remember the, 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 the douchebag guy's name, the owner guy in it. Uh, 
Oh, he, I is it Will Forte? No From Last Man on Earth. It was uh, oh, what was that guy's name? I can see his strays cast. Let me see. Uh, oh, it is Will Forte. You're right. Oh, so Isla Fisher was the one dog, and Randall Park was the other one. Okay. Oh, and Randall Den- Park. Nice. And Dennis Quaid played Dennis Quaid, which was funny. <laughs> Interesting. He's just looking at birds, and then like a hawk flies by, like on the commercial with the dog. Oh yeah. And then, <laughs> and then after that part from the commercial, he's like, "Holy shit, I've never seen a bird do that, and I'm Dennis Quaid or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> this just in: Nikki and Brie Garcia claim that we will definitely see them in the ring again at some point very soon. So does that oh, mean they're no! going to show up Saturday? No, no, no. Came a long way, haven't I? I went from getting snitched on to pop, put a ring on. <laughs> 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 I'm a champ! Swag champ is here! <laughs> I, I forgot that's what the Swaggy P thing was. That was something different. But, uh, like, so, you know, like, so I watched the trailer to see what this movie was, because I had no idea what it was about. Like, I watched the trailer, and Wolf Forte dumps the dog, and then they're going to go back, and he's going to get revenge on his owner, blah, blah, blah. Well, what they don't show is he says, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to bite his fucking dick off. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this dog's going to bite his owner's dick off. I, my kid's not watching this now. That's, that's <laughs> so it was, it, was, uh, it was an interesting movie. It was, it, was, it, was, it was decent. It wasn't, I don't think it was anything like earth-changing, world-changing, but... In 2023, I will say, Ryan, will go down as one of the best years of film. Uh, You talk about top 10 in wrestling. I don't know what I could do for my top 10 best picture nominees for the Academy Awards. Um, Because I I think you could fit easily maybe 12 to 13 movies. And I haven't even seen four movies that have yet to come out that I know are going to be top-notch bangers, if you will. Like the Will Ospreay stretch. Of, of cinematics, but like I saw uh, uh, Priscilla on Tuesday, as well as um, The Holdovers, the new Alexander Payne, Paul Giamatti uh, collaboration, and for me, that was a, a perfect seven-star Tokyo Dome special. It was just a wonderful throwback to your 70s films, uh, all the way from the beginning graphics to the music, uh, to the editing, to the, uh, the fade-ins, the fade-outs the star wives and whatnot, and, and just awesome performances that deal with topics that resonated not only then that people weren't, you know, educated with, but are totally revel- relevant now with how people, you know,'s behaviors are. And, and I highly recommend the holdovers to anyone. Um, but also Anatomy of a Fall, a perfect 10 out of 10. Uh, Barbie, I will say, is a perfect I'd say a 10 out of 10, 9.9.99999, but a 10 out of 10. Um, Oppenheimer, a 10 out of 10. Flower Moon, like there's been so many masterpieces. I will even put John Wick 4 as a a fitting conclusion, but also with some of the most intense set pieces, action sequences in any film, besides one that you'll see in The Killer. Uh, but based in realism type aspects, again, I think that's a, a damn masterpiece. But uh, movies this year have just been outstanding. And like I said, there's still four more 
to go. And one of my favorite films, Ryan, that I saw was a reissue of a 40-year concert film from the Talking Heads called Stop Making Sense. And that was one of the best experiences I've had at the movies in a long time. So I, I have a uh, a pre- predicted best picture to- or list of 10 movies that they are predicted to be the nominees, Alex. Do you want them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, American Fiction. Can't wait to see that one. Barbie. Damn right. The Holdovers. Oh, yeah. That's the one with Paul Giamatti or whatever his name is, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I saw the trailer. I did see the thing for that. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, Maestro. Interesting. Which is, uh, it looks like a Scorsese, Spielberg, Bradley Cooper, Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah, it's about Leonard Bernstein, the famous composer. Um, May December. Oh yeah, that's coming out. Todd Todd Fields. Um, Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Origin. Poor Things. That cannot zone, wait for that. The zone, zone of, of interest. interest. Yes. Zone of Interest is going to be very interesting. Uh, the concept of that film is it is set during uh, the Holocaust, and it's about a Nazi commander's family that are trying to live their lives and make their lives better and prosper uh, while they live essentially <laughs> near or behind the concentration camp, essentially. So oh. you see this idyllic family portrait while all this horrific, uh, you know, actions and, and, and history is going on literally in their backyard. So um, Sandra Huller, who's also the star of anatomy of a fall. That's where the issue where people don't know of how many foreign films can go for best picture is because she is an outstanding actress and it's going to be a flip up. They're not both not going to get in, which sucks. Uh, but Zone of Interest and Anatomy of a Fall, Sandra Huller, fantastic German actress, and I cannot wait to see more. There was also one movie I started on Peacock, but I didn't end up finishing it. And I can't remember what it was. Oh, Asteroid City. Oh, I love that movie. What am I favorites? I, West Anderson. I got about 40 minutes into it, and I was... I switched to that Strays movie because I was just kind of tired, so I was like, I, I don't want to have to pay attention to... I was like, I feel like I'm missing things, and I don't want to do that. Because you I, are, I and you aren't. You are, and you aren't in a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, it's very, very good. It's it's a different set piece, even though it has a Killers of the Flower Moon, or I should say, Killers of the Flower Moon uh, has some Asteroid City uh, qualities to it. Is all I'll say. But I popped in the theater for in Flower Moon, where I was like, Asteroid City. <laughs> um, so if if I guess I don't know I don't where do you where do you want to where do you want to go here we got about forty minutes left of the show man um let's let's talk all Japan let's talk all Japan because we haven't given them a lot of time this year because they've had a they've had a struggling year that I think has gotten really good and really improved mm-hmm. and their shows are a lot of fun and they're bringing in a lot of talent um and and they're really they're really trying things. I think is the best way to put it where before it was always like, Oh, what are we going to do? I put the title on Suwama, you know, like, and we just get frustrated. Holy shit. You know? Nakajima's in the tag league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's with, um, the other uh, Hokuro Amori. 
Always with him more. Yeah, he's with uh, Minoru Suzuki's old er, partner. Uh, Bulk Orchestra's in it. Uh, Galeno Domal and Hayato Tamura, they're in it. Uh, Aikuman and Sego Tachibani are in it. If you remember Tachibana, who was with Aikuman before he left, he was the, the other guy that wore that pig suit and always do the... Ah! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He He's doing that. Suwama's tagging with Hideki Suzuki in the tag league. Um, Hideki Okatani and uh, Yukio Sakaguchi from Eruption are in the tag league. Oh, nice. Uh, They actually, on the show last night, worked uh, Miyahara and Aoyagi in the main event. I might have to give that a watch while I'm sick. I'll I'll watch watch that stuff. And then Junior Battle... <laughs> Junior Battle of Glory, they got Naruki Doi in there. Koji Iwamoto's in it from uh they brought him back. Uh Fuminori Abe is in, in the Junior Battle of Glory. So Junior the Junior League and the, the real world tag league have some really good talent in it. Like I am like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Um but you know, you, you go back to you know, in Hokkaido on the fifth they ran a day show and an evening show. Day, the the day show saw uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff on there. We got L. Lindeman beating Jonathan Gresham in a junior title match. Really, really awesome. good match. Um, and then we had Jude and Ray Saito the, uh, of Voodoo Murders. They retained the tag titles against Okudo Amori and Minoru Suzuki. That was a really good match too. Uh, then we also had uh, uh, T. Hawk work Dan Tamora, which was good. But then. They had an evening show, and the evening show is the one I believe that you're watching or the main event you watched. Yep. This was this we had a we had a Dan Tamora, Jonathan Gresham, and Rising Hayato defeating Atsuki Aoyagi, El Lindemann, and Fuminori Abe. That was awesome. Wow, wow, that was really good. Um, and then I uh, got four and a quarter from Meltzer, which is good because he doesn't watch All Japan that much. But uh, Kento Miyahara tagged with T Hawk. Uh, defeating Ryuki Honda and Yuma Anzai, the, that big was that, was that called Team Sexy? Yeah, I told Isaiah about it. He's like, ah. Jesus. He's oh, like, man. Creamed his jeans. Where Miyahara uh, is selling and T-Hawk's like, get up, get up, get up. And he finally gets up, and they do a double blackout knee to the front and back of Honda. And, you know, Miyahara does his typical where he claps to get the sound, and T-Hawk is just a thud because he just kills the guy. Oh, <laughs> it's just like, well, I'm glad at least he hit him in the back and not the face. Um, but Meltzer stayed in for the show, went five and a quarter on that main event, second match wow. for Nakajima breaking the scale this year. He is officially, I think, putting himself into that wrestler of the year category if he wasn't for people. Um, I would hope you, so, yeah. Did you finish this match? Uh, Ryan, what do the five fingers say to uh, Yuma Ayagi's face? Uh, uh, slap. Slap. <laughs> that boy, after having a 22-minute grueling matchup, from taking a superplex brain buster to giving his own superplex, uh, just gets slapped the shit out of and is just woozy. Grueling match. Nakajima, you talk about the killer. I had Fassbender vibes watching his matchup because he is a stone cold killer. Like with, with the marks and, and, you know, kind of his, what, what he's kind of been known for in, in the landscape of Piro over the last year. 
2023, he is a hitman. He's taking dudes out. He's taking out new champions in, you know, Aoki, you know, ending that, that sh- short first reign, which I don't think affects him at all. This is the, the right thing to do after Nakajima jumps ship uh, from Noah all the, uh, to, to all Japan here. Um, awesome match. I mean, it, it's everything you want. And, and where I thought Aoki was dead in the water six minutes in, oh, no, 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 no. And, and it's the back and <laughs> forth that you want. Uh, with the right guy winning, and like I said, Nakajima just looked cold and stoic and was just ready to take that belt off and was like, it's not your time yet, man. This is me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take over and, and give a boost and a jolt to, to All Japan, which, you know, we always say they, they definitely need. I like the, the great uh, collaboration, um, you know, with, with T-Hawk and, and, and mm-hmm. Al Lindemann. Uh, you know, kind of coming Getting, with, uh, with the bulk all Japan. orchestra, bulk orchestra, game. correct? Yeah, even Jonathan Gresham making, you know, mm, yeah. after he retired. Uh, he looks to be in fantastic shape, honestly. Uh, just from this promo with him and Lindemann. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're they're doing stuff. They're they're thinking outside of the box, and I think Landy Nakajima, uh, a favor to who it, I don't think it matters, but I think it benefits both people. Um, in that aspect, and, and a hell of a main event. I mean, I would easily go over the five uh, if that was my bag. Uh, but this is definitely one where it, it cements Nakajima because he's holding championship gold to be in that top ten wrestler of 2023. Yeah, this was this match was was tremendous. I mean, this is a legit match of the year contender. This is now Nakajima easily has two of my top 10 matches again this year because that match July 15th with Miyahara is, I mean, that's, that's one of the best matches I've seen this whole year. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, I mean, that was, that match was just fucking bonkers. So you, you bring in Nakajima. He, he ends the run. Like we said, Aoyagi full on match or wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, set out. Oh, Chris Brooks formed a new faction in DDT. Never mind. Good, but that means uh, he's he's not bouncing. That I would think they're called Money. Schadenfreude. Uh, it's Chris Brooks, Masahiro Takanashi, Antonio Honda, Takeshi, and Takeshi Masada. That's his initial. Uh, anyway, that's the point. I'm getting off off t- topic. But um, Nakajima, and here's what excites me. At the All Japan Pro Wrestling Mania, uh, 2 p.m. bell time in Yoyogi, in the second gym. So that means uh, it's like an 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock show, I think, in America for us. Really? Yeah, or, or an 11 o'clock maybe. But it's it's a definite before midnight type show. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Year's Eve, Nakajima puts the title on the line against Kento Miyahara. Oh, my gosh. So... Kento and Nakajima are like, we got 10 hours to take match of the year still. <laughs> because 2 p.m. bell time, New Year's Eve. This is Now, here, here's my question that I have going forward. And, and I really, this is why I think part of the reason I want to do All Japan because I knew it was going to take longer. And if we have to get to results later, so be it or another show, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
if this is just a quick pit stop for the end of the year for Nakajima, you know, it's a perfect two-month storm. He comes in, uh, you know, he has that first match November 15th or whatever that, that day was. He makes his debut by smoking Miyahara with roses, pissed off at him that he blew it against Aoyagi. You know, he, he beats Aoyagi with the Northern Lights driver because he's, you know, he says Sasaki and Akira Hokuto are his parents, are not his real parents, but his actual, like, <laughs> were, were his parents what? because of his... Yeah, there's... I can't remember why he has it, but, like, he considers them his parents. They're the ones that trained him when he was, like, 13. Okay. And also, because okay. both of these guys were trained by Sasaki, uh, Miyahara, and Nakajima. Hmm. And... They were both in that Sasaki, uh, the Kensuke office in that company, and then they split off because apparently these two guys were the two faces of it, and they just grew to hate each other, and that's why they separated. And now they're coming, you know, because remember, that was the big intrigue when, when that yeah. six-man happened at the, the Tokyo Dome, the last love show was, right. can these guys work together, you know, or is this going to get out of hand? And then they have this incredible match in... And, 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 July uh, at that, that one night a dream show and now New Year's Eve we're getting the rematch and I would be I feel like Miyahara is going to win this thing and I feel like Nakajima is leaving and I feel like this is a pit stop and I I think there's three places he could he could go and I'll I'm gonna I want to start with I think the least possible slash where I want him to go the least amount and get your thoughts is do you think there's a chance he could end up in WWE now that Triple H is running the show he's trying to bring in this talent um, if he if, if somebody said uh, kind of like the Julia thing is could you imagine Michaels walks out of his office and watches Nakajima kick or slap like oral Mensa in the performance center <laughs> <laughs> just kill somebody and kills him but um i i think the percentage is low on that but i also believe that that possibly it could happen i, I, I like what they're doing with shinsuke nakamura they're adding the subtitles to the promos you feel the emotion and and you know the the uh you know kind of the the passion that nakamura is doing during these promos on mondays you know, Vince is like, ah, oh, he doesn't speak English. We're not going to push him. Well, they're doing the smart thing. They're making him important still by, you know, doing what makes Nakamura Nakamura is the facials and the movements and, you know, kind of all mm-hmm. that there. So uh, I think they could do the same with Nakajima. Now, do you tag team them? No, but it'll be a fucking, that'd be a, a raw team. No pun intended <laughs> to the brand. But I mean, I, I would say that. I would say he has a better chance going to impact. I'd say, I'd say before the E. Um, oh, so impact. I never thought of that. Cause he could still freelance. I, I would say, man, what if we got a knock that could give us a potential 2024 matchups between Nakajima, Alexander, Nakajima, Alex Shelley, Nakajima, yeah. Chris Saban, Nakajima, Mike Bailey and Nakajima, Will Ospreay. Whew. He's gonna go. Hey, uh, hey, Russell Cos Radio. I'm going on match of the year again. <laughs> oh man. You know? Um. Okay. So, so put it, put it. If we had a hundred percent pie, if we got a blame pie type thing. What's your percent? You give WWE. 
I'd, I'd say 25%. What's your percent of impact? Okay, so if we're going to put in, how many companies now, well, are we? And, so I guess four of that is, is uh, there's only two other companies that I'm thinking. I go of I go E10 and I would go Impact 15 to make it. Okay, so that 25. that gives you a quarter. Now and, yep. and obviously if there's any companies that I haven't that I don't say in these next two, by all means just like Impact throw them out there. So my number two would be all all, all Elite Wrestling AEW. He talked All about Japan a, wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I, I guess we'll say three. Let's say three. So AEW, both parties yeah. mentioned mutual interest. Agreed. Could it happen? Um, I think it would be great. I would love to see it. I think he'd be great there. But I don't know. I just don't know. For the matchup possibilities alone, I think that's a fresher start. Uh, oh, not him and Kenny? I did express interest. Oh, my God. That was the first thing I thought of, too. Um, <laughs> the, that was my first. I was like, oh, my God. God. Just the, the hair alone. The hair versus hair battles. Oh, oh my God. Who's um, got curlier locks? <laughs> <laughs> but I I would say if he wants to expand to America like he says he wants to, and like you said, Khan has mentioned, you know, an interest in, in you know, in Nakajima. I think that's a sexier pick than New Japan, um, and and he could still possibly go work New Japan. That's the beauty of it. So that's the mm-hmm. weird thing, uh, and and the the weird silver lining or loophole. Uh, but I, I'm gonna go all elites. I'm gonna go fifty five percent. Whoa, that puts you at eighty percent already. That's fantastic. Um. And that leaves me with New Japan. I think that's they're kind of you know one A one B with with AEW uh, again with the, with the nice partnership there. And who knows that could change in twenty twenty four. But you know as of right now, uh, I would say they're number two. You know I, I would put them at that twenty percent more so I, than. I think I flip aew new japan but i i agree with it depends on where he wants to stay it depends on mm-hmm. if he wants to stay in japan or if he wants to you know try yeah, something out that's a good way to look at it i you just because look look at how well it works when they brought in shingo yeah you know and nakajima's already worked at g1 so he he's been there before he's done that yep and because he's smaller you know compared to those guys size I think the intriguing thing for me with New Japan is how much of a fresh face would he be for that junior division? Junior division? Oh, yeah. Think of how, how small he looks next to a fucking Miyahara. Yeah. He looks like a kid. Yeah, but you can't run his strength within, within that junior division. That No, no. but now you got to remember, too, one, one thing I'll say with that was I, you know, we had almost this identical conversation, which I think is a perfect way to look at this, when Shingo showed up. Yeah. You oh, know, you God, said the same I forgot. Thing. There's no way he's a junior. He, we don't look at him as that, but they did. You know, I mean, you look at Aoyagi. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's just he outgrew it because of how fantastic he is. They were like, all right, oh, yeah, he's way he too good. Yeah, he was so over. Oh, my it's God, like, I, I totally like spaced that he was a junior. You know, and if you look at Nakajima, he's five foot nine, 191 pounds. Jesus. So, as an example, if I pull up El Desperado, he's 5'10". He's, he's smaller than Desperado. 
he would give a significant boost to the junior division, but I think he's he's definitely uh he's more suited for, for the heavies. Uh, yeah. just kind of with name name recognition alone. And like you said, he's already done a G one. Um I, you, I think you, it's potential, but my, my thing is like if he does drop the belt to Miyahara New Year's Eve, does he show up at the dome? Who does he challenge? He shows up and challenges Hiromu or Despi. After their match, damn, you're really going that. You're you're not gonna say Okada. You just beat Brian Danielson, but can you no. beat the Lone Wolf? Because <laughs> Okada don't want that smoke, and I love Okada. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> this way, you bring him in, and you do the shingo route with him. You, you run him through a Super Junior this year in 2024, and then in 2025, if he gets over, like everyone's assuming, he will no problem. Mm-hmm. You then run him in a G1, and he does the same thing Shingo does. And, and Osprey, remember 2020, they put those two in the, in the G1. They only got, like, two wins, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, and they gave us before at um, – it was Dominion, maybe? I can't remember. Or Dantaku, one of the two. It doesn't matter. But, you know, they gave us Shingo beating Kojima. And it was, like, a four-star match. It was, like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. So that's where I can kind of see them doing that same route with Nakajima. You take your time with them and you establish them. You get the, you get the, this is a Noah guy. I don't want to say stink, but I mean, Noah's really struggling, you know, drawing a lot. They, they've ran like, I think they've ran 68 shows this year. Whereas you look at like Dragon Gate, they ran that this quarter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like You're they're not just wrong, not yeah. you know they don't they don't run they're not and they're not getting big attendance so you get that Noah stink off them that I you know once again I hate to say it's it that crazy way, but how get... Muda was keeping them afloat for mm-hmm. those two years. Look at the attendance and then for them to still have that on. talent, but then mm-hmm. still you have all that talent with Shizaki yeah, but you know what the problem back. is. You know what the problem is? Muda and Ironhead Fujita and Hideki Suzuki and guys like that all just buried those young guys. Yeah. And buried very true. them. To the Why point do you think that... I was against Kaito Kiyomiya all that time? Mm-hmm. Kiyomiya became working... his bag boy. He's, he's working the New Tag Japan League. Tag League. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good, good form. Get out of there. Go to New Japan where they'll use yeah. you. They'll make yeah. you a star. You know, Okada already endorses him. You know, he's worked with him twice already. So, obviously, Okada sees something in him. Um, you know, get the fuck out of Noah. Do it, Nakajima. Yeah. Just get out of there. I, I don't want to say that, but, like, you know, next I want Kano to leave if that's going to be the continuing trend. Oh. I love Kano, man. You know that. I just – and he's the champ, and I, I think he's, you know, he's going to do a good job. I think he's going to have a good Do you run. think – do you think the Noah stink is because, uh, as I stated earlier, uh, up there, it was like, it's so weird to me that Jake Lee was a part of All Japan because he just seems like such a Noah product, and Noah has been uh, in the middle. You know, I'd say at mm-hmm. best. Some of the stuff I've watched this year has been really enjoyable. Uh, but, yeah, nothing of what we saw in the last couple of years, and that's not including any Muda matches. Uh, but it just seemed like it was a different – and I like Jake Lee's title, right? I thought he's – far more superior in Noah uh, than, than with all Japan. So it's like a really weird thing to kind of dissect, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just know that Great Muda was the one that, you know, kind of <laughs> kept that afloat. They have all that talent in Noah where it's interesting. It's fun. Uh, you got Jack Morris, you know, kind of being yeah, the, the I, head gaijin in all of I Hero like right now. I like what they're doing. He's got, 
Jack Morris, um, didn't he to destruction? Jack. Yeah, he beat uh, yeah. Wagner. Yeah, yeah. And and him and Anthony Green and yeah. I'm I'm liking them bring what they're doing. Not not the Ata Ogawa juniors, but the Dragon Bane Alpha Wolf type shit they're doing. Yeah. So like, it's not for not that they're not trying. It's just. You know, you, you you got so much stink on you from burying some of these guys yeah. that you know it's you wonder why you're not getting over. Well, it's 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 right in your face. <laughs> you know, nobody nobody wanted to see when Ironhead broke Nakajima's eardrum with a sh- just shooting on the kid. I, I shouldn't say kid, but I mean, well, fuck, how old is Nakajima? Nakajima's not even. <laughs> I I say kid like he's. Like he's a child, but let me if I pull it up. Nakajima's only thirty-five. Isn't he like thirty-three? Oh, he's yeah, thirty-five. Okay. And he's in wrestling since two thousand four. I mean, he's he's a nineteen-year pro and he's thirty-five. I mean, wow. So it's just you know, nobody wanted to see that. Everyone was you could tell people were pissed. And then mm-hmm. and Ironhead's pouring beer on K- Kiyomiya's head after he wins the title. Like, get out of here! You made yeah. this happen to yourself. Um. So that's and then you get the belt to Jake Lee. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, once again, it's it's them trying something. Like you said, it wasn't a bad title reign, but it was you no, know, it was, no, yeah. all right, it's 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 Jake fucking Lee. Like, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Um, but I think my number one hope is he just stays in all Japan. Really? Yeah, I think he would be so such a breath of fresh air for this company. Where you go into next year and you know you're booking the astronauts, Nakajima, Jonathan Gresham, you're booking strong hearts, you're working with great. Um, Miyahara's back on top as your guy with a competent set of opponents to work now, not just mm-hmm. Suwama. You finally got the Saito, <laughs> Saito brothers over. They're they're having a they're they're not good wrestlers, but they're such scummy, dirty, indie-type tag wrestling that I can't take my eyes off of it. It's like watching just heels that just stand on people and choke, and they're grimy, and it's amazing. <laughs> you know, and and you, you have the Aoyagi brothers who are tremendous. You, you get the Yuma Aoyagi comeback run now. You're, you know, you got a card. Think of what the carnival could be next year. It'd be uh, pretty damn interesting, and you get a few outsiders, but oh my god, yeah. I mean, you, you could you got Nakajima, Miyahara, Aoyagi. You could put Takuya Nomura in there. You could bring in, you know, with the way you're working with Big Japan, you could bring in, um, you know, I, I wanted to say, uh, uh, <laughs> I wanted to say uh, Yuji Okabayashi, but obviously, you know, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, I, no, which I still miss. But I mean, you know, you you got um you got Yuya Aoki who beat Okabayashi in that awesome awesome match that might be a match of the year candidate that we don't talk about. But remember, mm-hmm. you know, you know what match I'm talking about when he when he took the title from him. Yes. And they they had that crazy spot where Okabayashi on the apron grabbed him by his hair and flipped him over his body <laughs> on the apron. Oh. <laughs> it's disgusting. You know, and, and Aoki's had, you know, defenses against Hideyoshi Kamatani. Um, he's had other defenses. He beat Daisuke Sakamoto. Um, he defended against uh, Kazumasa Yoshida. 
Um, so he's having a, a good little run as the champion. You know, maybe you get him to come over. Uh, he beat Nakanoe, I think, at one point early in the, in the title run. He beat Hama. I remember it wasn't very good, but it's Hama. So there's just a lot of things that All Japan's doing right, and I would like to see them reap those rewards and get a benefit like, hey, Nakajima's going to stick around type thing. Mm-hmm. I think, but my issue with Piro is like they always do like the big matchups like right away, and I'm like, let it simmer, let it build. But I think I don't know. I I, I think you're right. I think Nakajima could help benefit, or all Japan would benefit from having Nakajima on their roster. Um, a lot, like you said, you know, with the with the carnival, with different potential matchups, with tag teams, obviously. Uh, I, I think that would benefit a lot of people until he realizes what he wants to do. So mm-hmm. I don't know if to do like short-term contracts, handshake agreements or whatnot, but uh, all Japan wouldn't be a bad thing because they need another boost. You know, Miyahara, as we've mm-hmm. been saying, you can't be the guy as he has been for the last five years of what I've been watching or since I've been watching. Um, and I think this is a, a foil that, that could build something there, but uh, you know, all Japan would be great, but, you know, like I said, it, it all depends on, on his headspace on, on where he wants to go. What if Meaning it's all country. under our nose and we didn't even think about it? What if the big signing on Saturday is Nakajima? I'd pop so I mean, hard. does he come out <laughs> with does he come out with the uh with the belt? Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cause oh my god, what if you establish here here's where my dream starts really going. You establish a triple crown heavyweight champion, like how crazy would that be? You you establish um you you uh you establish a, a fucking relationship with all Japan and then in turn we get <laughs> a Miyahara Omega match or Miyahara Osprey. Oh my god. What if they're like they bring out Nakajima on Saturday and they talk about this tournament and they're like in two weeks Minneapolis, Minnesota Dynamites Katsuhiko (laughs) Nakajima will take on Samoa Joe. (laughs) I mean if you want if you want to get that crazy horny buck wild, what if they go the main event uh, next Wednesday on Dynamite on our because cause we're the or what are no, they going Chicago to? Chicago's the one right after we're we're the second so so they go next next week uh, in Chicago Samoa Joe takes on I don't know some Ricky Starks in a tournament match and then in two weeks we open the B block as we have our guy Brian Danielson taking oh. on our new sidey Katsuhiko oh. Nakajima. <laughs> I don't I don't get wasted anymore, Ryan, but I, I would get wasted <laughs> for that match. We'll be down at brothers just fucking banging on tables and people just we'll be going we'll be going to Dream Girls and Deja Vu. <laughs> They're like, Paying for you your last We saw Kata Nakajima and Brian Danielson. They're like, Can you guys leave? <laughs> <Fuck you." laughs> You're like, Oh We're gonna be there till like one in the morning, aren't we? Ah, uh, no, we'll be there till t- it'll be like ten thirty. Well, they got to play Rampage in the Ring of Honor. Or are they doing Ring of Honor too? I would think so. They usually Let's, do. Oh, 
I'm all for that. Let's go. I hope we get six hours of wrestling. I mean, I'm fine with that. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I took the Thursday. I'm not off, complaining. So. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just like I'm really intrigued. All Japan is is firing all cylinders, and even if it's just a short-lived run. What a great way to get the title back to start 2024 on your guy. And you've, you've rebuilt your roster. You've rebuilt your image. I mean, they, their last Corican show was the biggest show I think they've had in like two years at Corican. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get the exact attendance, but I remember... They're gaining steam. I mean, is all Japan even kind of overtaking Dragon Gate numbers? No, I mean they're getting yeah like so their last show at Corican, which had the Yuma Aoyagi Kento Miyahara Triple Crown where he debuted, mm-hmm. uh, drew thirteen forty. Wow, which uh, it bad. was like seventeen hundred was the before COVID number. Let me get the last uh, uh, Dragon Gate on the ninth, which had the Luis Monte versus Zebrats four on one handicap match. Uh, drew thirteen fifty six. So they had sixteen less people than Dragon Gate. And Dragon Gate, you could argue by numbers, is the number two company in Japan. DDT also just ran Shinjuku face last night to uh, one hundred one eighty one people. <laughs> oh wow! But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it just in in my opinion, he's like they're they're coming back, and I'm excited, and that's why I really wanted to just make sure we at least got all Japan in because. I can't wait. New Year's Eve, we get Miyahara and Akajima. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's pretty dope. It's, it's going to be for the Triple Crown title, too. They're in Yoyogi, so it's it's going to be a good crowd. People are going to go for that. Let's go, man. Talk about I, – like, I can't – like, if I thought my, my, my ballot was closed by New Year's where I didn't have to worry about touching it anymore – Oh, I got to pull it out for this because I got to figure out where this is going to rank on my top 10, I bet. <laughs> I mean, you know. Will Ospreay is taking up 70% of my top 10. We, we got to figure out if we can have the same wrestler with 10 matches. <laughs> I was, I was joking with somebody um, after I saw that the, the 1231 match happen, or is happening with these two. And yeah. I was like, man, I'm going to have three guys on my match of the year, Nakajima, Miyahara, and Osprey. Yeah. yeah, and then whoever their dance partner was, if it wasn't themselves <laughs> with, with those two, but like the the this Miyahara match, his match in July with Nakajima, both of their matches with Aoyagi, which okay, Aoyagi's going on there twice then, like yeah. it's it just man, this is this has been a really good year for for some people, and when with, with who's hit, they've just nailed and. Ah man, I'm excited. Yeah, I've been I've been working on my ballot. I've I've been I put a good couple hours into it yesterday. Um, but so right now we got about five minutes left on the on the main feed here. Um, do you want to call it and dig into these shows more? Like we can kind of do a quick results for people since we advertise it. But mm-hmm. I just didn't know if there's anything you want to really dig into. Like, obviously, we talked Noah's demolition. We didn't talk, but we talked that, uh, you know, Jack Morris won the 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 secondary title, the red belt over there. And then 
Uh, Keno beat Jake Lee for the title, for the main title. Uh, not a lot otherwise to really talk about, unfortunately, with Noah. But Out of I all just, the major champions this year, Ryan, where do you where do you put Jake Lee top, middle, or bottom as a champion of 2023? If you look and at it... And I'm not going to say bottom. Oh, okay. If you look at attendance, then. <laughs> well, I, I was I was going to take this into two aspects. So thinking of the thinking of uh, Meltzer, the the Observer Awards, they have a most outstanding, which is like the best in ring worker, and then they have a Flair Fez Award, which is work plus drawing power plus importance type thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, whereas I don't know if he he gets on that list, but I think work rate wise. I would definitely put him top five, top six. Okay. I think. I'm down with that. I, 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 I'm not putting him over Aoyagi. What I can't about put over, him over. What about him and Sonata? I put him over Sonata. Okay. Um, I'm not putting him over. I'm putting. Uh, sorry to sorry to the Mark Kakuda. I'm put. Oh ooh, no! I'm going Madoka Kakuda over over Jake Lee. I will do that. I'm going Jake Lee over Roman Reigns. Oh, there we Sorry, go. Sorry, Roman, get fucked. He had seven matches on TV this year. Um, <laughs> think about that. This guy had seven televised matches, and people are saying he should win the Flair Fez. But he was selling ten thousand more seats was, than, than was Jake Lee was. Was he? I mean, look, look at look at he look they at the, made that bloodline made it a spectacle from last year. Into the early part of the, until after Mania, and then it just kind of, I think, fizzled so, out. But people were excited that, you know, because they tickets go on sale way before in advance, where, you know, they were just, I mean, they're still selling house shows at like eight to 10,000. Yeah. And he's not even there, but he's not even there. But like for the times that he was, they made it the WWE kind of as a, as a bubble into a thing because they wanted to see where this soap opera. Was it going to go again? It had nothing to do with the wrestling. It was just more of the storyline and all the characters that were involved. That's all. So let me let me let me let me give you two caveats to that. Is when he wasn't there, did the business ever stop? No, no they they kept doing just fine. And did he really sell tickets at the beginning of the year? Or was that Sammy and Cody? It was definitely Sammy. And and Cody Rhodes after after the Rumble for sure because those were his best. That's, but but he was a part of that though. That's what I'm saying. His Roman was a part to both of those things. So I mean, you he just was. can't brush him aside. No, but people but liked also... that entrance. People liked him and the cousins. People liked that. It wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but it worked. No, it, it works for that I'm, company. I'm not saying it's not over, but what I'm saying is I can't put somebody in a category that had seven matches and only and two of them were tags. You had five title so, defenses in a calendar year. They they so they they, only, they had, they had forty five hundred tickets out for the October fourteenth house show in Kansas City, and they added Roman Roman against Sami Zayn for the Universal Title, and they only added nine hundred tickets with adding Roman. That that didn't okay. So that to me tells me he's cooled off. And you definitely cooled off Sammy because you didn't use. You oh said, yeah. You didn't. Yeah. You know. You know. Until I'm, he turns at Survivor Series. Somebody was like, "Well, 
Well, they, they drew 15,000 fans in, uh, in Arena Mexico. That's because Rey Mysterio was the main event against Roman. It wasn't Roman. That's Rey Mysterio selling those tickets. I'm sorry. I, I still think it's a little bit of both. I, I, I definitely agree it's been cooled off. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I watched the majority through YouTube clips. I never, I haven't taped a Raw, SmackDown, uh, uh, NXT Up or, you know, anything or Level Up or any of that shit velocity in in many years so i mean velocity but but again you you can't discredit you know kind of the whole past three years i think the title reign i think it's bullshit you know i I think you know omitting bob Backlund out of this aspect is interesting you know because technically if he does beat hogan he's still number three (laughs) he's not number two you know behind you know bruno there so um. So yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think again people, more of the. Uh huh. I'm sorry. I I thought you. I didn't mean to cut you off. There, there's people that are saying he should win this over like Will Osprey. Was Osprey moving tickets though? Osprey he did in Chicago. He did for Impact for that weekend. He he, he sold that bitch out. He made evented and sold out the Copper Box for Rev Pro twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He he's made event to the dome. He he was a big part. I I feel like on t- you know I mean it definitely helped that he he worked Wembley. I think that I think I think that would have probably sold itself to begin with though. But that's yeah, kind of like he wasn't an, he wasn't announced till what three weeks before. Ah, maybe. But I, I also think look at that I don't think it boosted as, that many tickets. Just like just like you can't say Roman got boosted or him and Owen or. Him and Owens boosted ticket sales, or him and Cody boosted tickets. Uh, WrestleMania and Royal Rumble would have sold out no matter who's on the card. Agreed. Same thing with so the think, Dome. I mean, they're they're going to sell those tickets yeah. regardless. So, but putting now, him in Omega, that's different. So you 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 now take away two of his his five title matches because they would have sold, and Sami Zayn sold Elimination Chamber out. Well, yeah, it was his home country. So now, the, now you've you've gotten rid of three of his five title matches are not him selling. That's why I just can't put mm-hmm. him as up there. That's why I say Jake Lee, as shitty as it might be, at least he was there and and working and defending. He had as many title matches I think in six months, and he didn't even come into the company. He came in after the year started, and no yeah. one doesn't even fucking run shows like we just talked about. Yeah. You know? Um. I, Again, I'm, I'm not, not a Roman Reigns apologist or, or anything, no. but it's just, but it, I it, mean, they're doing fair. business, they're doing business like it was 20, not to the extent of 25 years ago, but it's been a long time since the E has been, and they're not even doing you know, big ratings. Like Fox said, they're like, they weren't giving us what we were expecting, you know, from our investment. That's why we dropped them. You know, they're still going to get, you know, a deal within a, you know, with a streamer or with, uh, you know, some company for, for Monday Night Raw. I mean, the CW, like we said, is already, they're already getting what, a couple hundred thousand, I think I read for, for over five years to make it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think for them as a whole to kind of over the last couple of years to turn that Reigns has to, you know, be accumulated for a lot of that um, because he's definitely given a lot more, I, I would say, than than your PWI wrestler of 2023, Seth Rollins. That's well, for and, sure. And I, I think, too, what, what, what hurts his case is 
he's in the same boat that I think a guy like Mystico is, which I really wish I could watch CML because I can't, I can't go to a, a discord or I can't go to a listening, listen to a different podcast without everyone talking about CMLL. Yeah. Everyone's saying it's the, the company of the year. Well, I haven't seen shit. I wish I could. <laughs> well, I'm missing it. <laughs> but whereas Mystico, people are putting him up there for this, this award. Mm-hmm. He's in the main event and they're selling out arena Mexico, like every day, every day. And yeah. arena Mexico is, you know, over 10,000 fans every single weekend, same venue, Five figures worth of fans, and he's on top. I'm taking that over Romans. You know, I'm I'm taking that over a lot of people. I just I can't. I can't, he's not in my top ten, and I'm probably mm-hmm. the, you know, I mean maybe, maybe me and you are the only people that may not have him in our top ten list because we just don't have. I don't know. I don't know how to watch him. I don't want to watch it. I want to watch it. I hear great things. Is that fan, all Hero or Conan? Uh, they're AAA. Oh, they're both in true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, although Vampiro did work Sawin or Sam Hain or whatever. Did he that really? Terrible. Doing, yeah, doing was, blow? He was in the riddle box match with Violet J and uh, those guys. I don't even want them. Forget I even brought it up. Just forget yeah. I talked about that. Just, and yeah, we don't, we don't need to waste fault. time. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I apologize, everyone. That was stupid. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Yuma Ao Yagi over Jake Lee. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Alex oh, Shelley yeah. over Jake Lee. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm definitely taking him over Roman and Sonata, which you could argue are the two biggest ones because it's WWE and New Japan, and I don't like mm-hmm. either of the champions. I'm taking him over Rollins. Sorry, Rollins. Over MJF. I uh, can't do that. Can't do that. MJF MJF has had too many good matches and has been too consistent for me. It, even with the, even with what I don't like about him what what he's done has been consistent enough and, and he's he's had that track record but yeah i'll mm-hmm. take rollins over him i remember when when we when rollins won the won the the pwi and we're looking back and we're like wait this guy was working a program with austin theory in almost half the year <laughs> <laughs> and the miz like how is he wrestler of the year yeah so I'm taking Jake Lee over over the E and New Japan's three main champions. Nice, but I'll take Ilya Dragunov over over Jake Lee. I'll take Dragunov over him. Okay, I'm down with that. Uh, but so I guess I guess that would put a middle, nice middle. Okay, a lot um, better than his All Japan days. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Gosh, I mean, he was he, when when Tajiri got let go. He was so smart for leaving because that was the only guy that had his back in that locker room. Yeah, yeah, you know. So he got he got out. Um, as I said, if you want, we could we could wait on Ultimate Party if you want to watch. That's got one of my matches of the year on it, which is getting uh, over. A, it's getting like a nine point three on Cage Match, the Hiromu Kazuki Hirata match. Yeah, that like match I, I'm quarters. definitely gonna watch. Yeah, there, there, there are probably about four matches. I, I actually, I think when I counted, there was like seven matches, but I probably would watch four out of Ultimate Party. So I mean, you could yeah, definitely I, run through, run through the results if, if need be. Uh, we, we we could stash it for next week. Let's let's close with uh, Gate of Destiny. Okay. Did you talk power? Did we talk power struggle? Um, we had kind of touched on it, but we didn't get fully into it i i didn't know if you wanted i like to this show I, a lot i so, will say this was a really really 
So let me say this for Power Struggle. I've seen the opener and the main event, and I would like to watch the rest of the show. So what if we put it with the ultimate party aspect then? Yep. So you you'll get you'll watch Ultimate Party. I'll watch Power Struggle, and we'll open next week with both of those. That's where we'll start. Well, they're gonna get they'll get time before we even get into full gear. We'll say we'll we'll make sure they don't get they don't get bumped. But I think we I think we can talk Dragon Gate. I don't know if you got to check any Dragon Gate. I did not, unfortunately. So I think it was a really good show. I think it's got. I think it arguably has the best Dreamgate match, um, but I think it's worth talking about just because their Corican had a really big angle. They set up two big matches for the for the December fifth. I think it is Corican, and then the final gates coming up. So I think it's worth just digging in because there's going to be like every weekend there's going to be a show or two on the network coming up for the rest of the year. I think. And oh, wow. I I think we're gonna get too far behind if we don't go into it. Um, okay. But they were it was uh, Dragon Gate did the the Gate of Destiny. This was on November fifth. Uh so just a couple weeks ago. I want to see match time, so I just want to pull up the actual pump the cage match on it. They, it was in um it was in the Adiana Arena. They drew twenty four hundred fans, so a decent crowd too which was nice. Uh, the main event's getting a, a four and a half, so a, a nine out of ten on uh, cage match. So that's that's kind of where I had it. But uh, opening match, Gold Class, Ben K, Kota Minora, and BB Hulk defeated Genki Horiguchi, Mondai, Ryu, and Kagatora. Uh, ben K hit Ryu with a jackhammer, went two and a half. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, then we had the Brave Gate title match. Ryoya Tanaka, one of the, he's one of the, the 2023 class kids, never won a match. He ended up, uh, he was in a battle royal that Genki won. And Ishin oh, got man. in Genki's face saying, you can't win the Brave Gate, you're too old. You already had your run, you know, a couple of years ago at the, you know, Yoshino retirement show when you won it from Kagatora or dropped it, however that went. Um, and he picked Ryoya Tanaka to take his spot, actually, in the match. This dude who had never won a match gets a title match in his hometown. Um, Ishin nice. does get uh, Ryoya Tanaka says, I'm going to pull something out you've never seen, and I'm going to win. And he hits a Stardust press on Ishin out of nowhere. Wow. As, as he celebrates with the arms up, Ishin rolls him up in a crucifix and retains the title. Awesome oh. finish. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> brilliant. Awesome finish. Uh, you can build that dude's career just off of that finish. <laughs> so Dragon Gate, as per Dragon Gate, taking care of you know the young guys the young. doing it right. So, question: Did did I hear you right? The first match you gave what two and a half? Yep. And that involved Kota Minora, Ben <laughs> K, and a rejuvenated BB Hulk mm-hmm. over the last was, couple of years. It was a four minute match. Really? Yeah, it was four and a half, or four twenty three was the time. Have they given up on Ben K? No, he's part of the Raywa Six, which I think is in my angle of the year. Okay. Okay. Which we we'll we'll get into. We can get into we'll get that. Into when that. We get, yeah, um, so he, I went three and three quarters on the Brave Gate. Uh, then we had Z Bratz, uh, Shun Skywalker, Hyo, your boy Hyo, and Kai defeating uh, M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, Mochizuki Jr., and Yoshiki Kato. Where Yoshiki Kato, he was the young guy who beat Punch Tomonaga in his like first match when he was on like a trial series, and he yep, beat him yep. with the, the Luger torture rack, and everyone's like freaking out yeah. about this guy. <laughs> um, he turns on Mochizuki Jr. The, 
and, and said, I've hated you since we trained together. You're, you know, you're a bitch. You're just a daddy's boy. And last year at the Gate of Destiny, Ishin turned on yeah. Mochizuki Jr. So two years in a row, Gate of Destiny, he gets turned <laughs> on by his, his classmates. Yoshiki Kato joins Z-Brats and goes with Skywalker oh, and them. Oh, nice. Just nice. like Ishin did. Bastard. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, then we had uh, the team of Ultimo Dragon, Luis Monte, Naruki Doi, Shuji Kanda, and Eita, uh defeating Natural Vibes, KZ, Strong Machine J, Jason Lee, UT, and Jackie Funky Kame. Uh, Diamante with the Malta on Jackie Kame to get the win. Uh, oh, natural Vibes. That's a murderer's row of talent right there. Yeah, it's so Jason Lee, Strong Machine. The strong machine, Jay. Uh, did he break dance? Oh yeah, hell yeah! I was, I was loving okay. it. It was great. Um, um, supposedly, too, Luis Monte was going to just be Di- still be Diamante without the mask because his father said, "You will be Diamante now that I'm retiring." That's how he got okay. the mask to begin with. And Ultimo, apparently, at a Corican show, which I didn't know about this before he left on the injury or when he first came back, pulled the same shit he did with Mochizuki Junior. When he was supposed to be, uh, I think he was just going to go off his, his real name, Ryoto Mochizuki. And uh, he goes, you will be Luis Monte. And then named him just like he did Mochizuki. And that's why he's not Diamante. Wow. So Ultimo comes out at it again after the Corican show and is just naming people again. <laughs> and, and, and like... Uh, Jay, Jay Church and Ho Ho Loon, they they were like, we're gonna just call him Diamante because that's what he wants to be called, not what Ultimo is calling him. So like they're oh, even wow. against it. They so said it on commentary, huh? That's yeah, awesome. yeah, they said that. They said you can't let him run out there because he's gonna change people's names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's pulling um, his best Kawama impression apparently. <laughs> Uh, triple Crown or Triangle Gate title match: uh, Dragon Kid, Yamato, and ironically, the Punch Tobinaga uh, retain the titles, defeating Don Fuji, Takashi Yoshida, and because obviously they're in Osaka, the home of Osaka Pro, the Bodyguard. Yeah. Um, they stole the Triangle Gate titles. Where uh, Don Fuji came out wearing a ski mask, but still had his Dragon Gate tracksuit on, and uh, Commissioner Saito was like, "You're just Don Fuji. Go give those titles back." And Don Fuji's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> so that's kind of how they set up the match. And oh, and and, and Cyber Kong, uh, Takashi Oshida, yeah. he's he's wearing a ski mask with like a sweatshirt on, and and Saito's like, "I know you, who you two are, like." What if what if they were the devils in AEW? <laughs> That'd be so, if it's Don Fuji, I'm gonna drop kick everybody I see on Saturday. Because the body <laughs> types were so similar, but that'd be perfect if they edited it where it was like them taking off the mask. Perfect. With a crowd are like, what the fuck? And then there's three people like, holy shit, Don Fuji. Everyone else <laughs> like, ah, uh, what? I don't, I don't get it. They bring back Magnitude Kishiwata. He's one of them, too. Would that be the um, only time where if they were revealed that they wouldn't get an AEW pop because yes. 94% of the people would be like, what? <laughs> You'd get, like, two guys in the nosebleeds clapping like crazy and, like, it somebody would be like, us in the hologram form. form. Yeah. 
We're like, oh my god! And then there's the guy in 104 like giving us a thumbs up, like, holy shit, it's yeah. Doug <laughs> Nah, I go hyper fucking Cyber Kong. That's my dude. My oh, doppelganger. Yeah. Uh, then we had the open the Twin Gate title matches, or title match. Um, uh, Susumu Mochizuki to Shusi Kanda of M3K uh, are defeated by D-Courage's Yuki Yoshioka and Dragon Daya. Wow. Dragon Daya. Well, that's <laughs> tight. He's getting, he's getting his win. We uh, good, good match. Nice back and forth. Um, uh, they, they, they had some, uh, D-Courage had some awesome tag stuff. Finally, uh, Yasushi Kanda went for something to Yoshioka and Yoshioka dropped him. Uh, blind tag happened. Happened and then we got a 450 splash from, and uh, he he gets the three count in, <laughs> takes the title for a decourage. <laughs> uh, finally um, worked out perfect. And then the main event four and a half for me. Um, Madoka Kikuda defeats Big Boss Shimizu with a rolling lariat. He gave Shimizu probably 15 clotheslines, and every one what? of them. Were just disgusting. I'm going, man. I'd be sick of taking that shit. But he I hit felt a, bad for his shoulder. <laughs> he hit a big boss, uh, or he hit one of those uh, the shot put slams on Kiko mm-hmm. that I thought we were getting a title change. Nice. I thought for sure nice. it was changing. Um, but it's it's uh it, it it's been a great feud. I kind of think Shimizu should have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Has he ever been open to Dreamgate champion? No. Man, I'm not gonna lie, that would have been nice. But like you said, Kakuta's having a really good, really good run since capturing the title earlier this year. But man, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been mad. But I, I think this would have been the wrong incarnation for Shimizu to, to win the title. Yeah. Uh, it's well, and, and maybe here's, less, here's, maybe less gimmicky, I would say. Well, you know, and I guess, I guess, I guess part of what it is to where where you can see with um with with the whole angle was mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate was was doing this big angle that you know at, at um what was a Dangerous Gate after it was all over, we got the um. You know the 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 Rewa Six, as they call them, the, for Dragon Gate, uh, which mm-hmm. was you know it stands for the Big Six, which Madoka Kaguda said it's myself, Shun Skywalker, Kota Minora, Ben K, Yuki Yoshioka, and Strong Machine J. We're the we're the Rewa Six. We're the the Big Six now in in Japan in, in Dragon Gate. Um. So that that was the. That was the big angle. And then mm-hmm. from there, Big Boss went through and beat every single one of those guys to get the shot at Kikuda. Nice. So it was built up perfectly. Ran it down. I, yep. I thought another Kakuda versus another baby face continues to be confusing. But it's fine, I guess. Um I just I thought if you were gonna do it with Shimizu, this was the time and they didn't do it and you know, it is what it is. But you know, yeah. you, like I said, that's that's the Rewa Six. You know, they that's the big six as they're calling it now. Those those young guys. And the last time we got a big six, they they were pretty much right about all of them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the Shima declared the the first ever Rewa Six was Shingo, Yoshino, 
Yamato, Doi, BB Hulk, and Akira Tozawa. Yeah, they were not and wrong. All of those guys. And this was at uh, uh, Kobe World 2013, I believe, when Shima lost the Dreamgate to Shingo. I believe is when they when he made that announcement or declared them, I should say. So, ten years later, Kakuda gives us the next big six. You know, and and I agree, Skywalker is there. I I agree about Ben K. I think as long, now that they've kind of figured out Gold Class, I agree as well with Minora. We mm-hmm. both said Yuki Yoshioka had a nice title reign as champion, yep. and he showed in that match. Uh, in, in his in his title match, he had Strong Machine J showed he can go. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw that in that Dreamgate title match. So um, that's where I thought it was going to be a perfect story. He runs through the the Rewa Six, and then one of them ends up shooting Skywalker's the guy to beat him to come back and get the victory, and you can run it later. But it, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's a great match. I'm not not mad about it. But I will say. It ties in so good with, um, on the ninth, they ran Corican, which is when we got um, the Zebrats four-on-one handicap versus Luis Monte match, which I, obviously if that's the way you're headlining the show, something's got to come of it. You know, they're doing all this shit. Monte wants Skywalker. I kind of want that at Final Gate, but I kind of don't want them to blow it off, and I kind of wish they could save it where Skywalker wins the Dream Gate, and they do Skywalker and Diamante for the Dream Gate at Kobe World, because I think that would, I think they could get four or 5,000 fans for that. I really do. But what was awesome, and they're being called, their team name is being called Big Hug right now, which... I don't know if that's what the faction's going to be called or if this is just because they don't know what else to call it, but they're being called Big Hug right now. But Monte's fighting through everything. He's fighting through them all, and four and one's just been too much. And Skywalker's yelling at everybody. He's yelling at Hyo. He's yelling at Ishin. He's yelling at Kai. You know, why haven't we beat this guy yet? Da da da. He's going nuts. He's pushing everybody around. He's, you know, you can tell he's getting pissed that he's not, you know, they can't beat Luis Monte. Skywalker gets Monte. Uh, and he all comes in with the bag of powder that he always does, and Diamante ducks, and he shakes his head and goes no, and he powders shooting Skywalker. The wow. place goes nuts. They went batch. You would have thought TN Revolution was making his redebut. Wow. Place goes nuts. Monte gets a roll up on. I can't remember who he gets it on. Oh, he hits a Frankensteiner on Kai. Gets the victory. After the match is over, they're across the ring, and you see them both smile, and Hill runs full speed and jumps into Diamante's arms, and they hug, and the place goes nuts. Hill turns babyface, says, fuck you, Z-Brats, goes with his boy Diamante, and now your guy Hill has left Z-Brats, and is part of uh, Big Hug, as those two have been called so far. Wow. Uh, which wow. Then- that it was blew awesome. My mind right there. I, I I loved the heel face turn. Never saw it coming. I thought it was going to be Kai that would turn, but Hyo mm-hmm. does it. He powders Skywalker. Shit goes off the deep end. We we set up for their their next show in Corican, which I think is December fifth, but I could be wrong. But it's going to be on the network for sure with English commentary. Uh, Kai is facing Diamante, and Ishin is defending the Brave Gate against Hyo on that show. Wow. So, wow, is coming in hard going for yes, the end of the year. And 
the big eight man before it was Dragon Daya, Madoka Kikuda, Yuki Oshioka, and joining D Courage, the man who faced Ishin and, and lost on that roll up, Ryoya Tanaka is mm-hmm. now a member of D Courage. So another young guy has been put into a faction just like Kanto and Zebrat. Um, and they were beat by Natural Vibes, which makes me wonder are we going to get Kakuta Strong Machine J continuing mm-hmm. the Ray Walsh 6 at uh, Final Gate? Or are we going to get Kakuta and KZ at Final Gate? Or I think I... you're going to have to... Uh, that's tough, man. I, I think KZ is your, your safe veteran answer. Um, but I think Strong Machine J, ooh. I, I would love him and Kakuta. I think, I think you go him and KZ. Are are you That's Are tough. you cheering That's for KZ? Really I mean, I like for him to finally win the Brave Gate Championship. I do to too. Be fair. I um, do too. Has he garnered enough traction besides being the leader and not being the focal point of Natural Vibes this year? But like, I don't know. Does that signify him turning? on his own faction if Strong Machine J does get that shot before him. I mean, that could lead something or plan something because I think KZ, he's got to do something something new. I I think you have enough breakdancers on your squad now where you can kind of be like, all right, I'm older, I'm more mature, I want championship gold, enough of this, you know, uh, choreographed shit. Um, and, and I think a lot of people would be pissed and sad, but I think that if you want to turn him, I'm not saying it's necessary, because he could do this gimmick for another five years and it would be fine. But I oh, think yeah. to get him out of that, to get him out of that sunken place, if you will, that wouldn't be a bad, you know, kind of way to to kind of step into that direction if need be. I think if you're turning KZ, you either have to be ready to have another heel faction either debut or you got to break up Zebrats then and let KZ. Yeah, run uh, that's fair. I mean, but you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a team of like. You know, Yoshiki Kato, he's the young guy, so he can take the pins. Put a, put a rando person, uh, give me a rando, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to just think of a rando. Uh, uh, Cyber Kong, there you go. Give me Cyber yeah. Kong, and then put KZ and Shin Skywalker in there. And put hmm. go ahead and put Ishin in there, too. Go ahead and put Ishin yeah. in there. There you go. There's a beautiful little fact. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's... That's really nice. And by the way, in the in the talks of how I was mad about the Roman Reigns wrestling thing or Jake Lee's t- defense, well, not even Jake Lee's thing, but the Roman title, the Roman matches. Do you know how many matches Strong Machine J so far has had in 2023? So far, I'd say, because it ain't over. I'm going to go 78. 129 matches. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And one of them was that power struggle. <laughs> this is why I say behind New Japan, Dragon Gate's the, the number one promotion. Because they run like the WWE. And and they also got extremely popular. They're like the first company to not be based out of Tokyo, too, which I think is even yeah, more impressive. Yeah, that's true. That is very yeah, true. Based out of Kobe. Um, but yeah, Dragon Gate, just just like all Japan, coming out here all cylinders to end this year. I was I was very happy with it. I still think um, 
Shimizu for match of the year's sake, Shimizu and Kikoda is worth watch, worth watching. I think it honestly it might be my second favorite match behind the the Strong Machine J Shun Skywalker match, which mm-hmm. I, I believe I gave a full five to. Um that was back in February, I think. Um, let me just for Shiats Shiats and Giggles, I thought it champions. Uh, here we go. Um, March 5th, 2023, Champions Gate in Osaka. Shin Skywalker via Jackknife Pin, Strong Machine J, five stars. Ah, full five on that. I love one. it. I love it. Oh, and then it's got my cheat sheet of how I, I or where I brought up to Jordan how from 1996 to 2008, <laughs> I, 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 Trying to prove to him that Jay Z was not the number one uh, hip hop artist from '96 to '08, which is shocking to people. And I had I have written down valid reasons as to why every year why he wasn't number one. I can't believe I forgot I had that list on here. I well, forever. Pac and Biggie were alive for one more year. Yep, I had, I had Pac '96, Biggie '97, yeah. in '98 and '99. I had he was outsold three three straight albums by DMX. I mean, Blueprint was really the one. I mean, you have Hard Knock Life with Volume 2. Uh, volume 3, I think, is a very underrated album. But yeah, Blueprint is what really blew him in. Well, no, and he blew him into the, the masses. But, I mean, that's when people really took notice because it was a five-star album. Can I get a love? Uh... <laughs> uh, 2000, I, uh, Nelly and Eminem both went diamond. So that that's how they won the year. Damn, uh, Nelly oh, went diamond? Mm-hmm. Oh, one was Ludacris. Area codes, rollout, all that. Um, o two Eminem with another diamond, and Nelly sold seven million. O three was the fifty cent year, um, and then you had, and then there was the retirement time. Came back in O six, and that was Ti's year. O seven was graduation, and O eight through two thousand eleven, every year was Lil Wayne dominating the charts. So it's like, it's just a crazy stat that he never had the highest selling album any of those years. It's just wild to think that. Oh no, I I could have yeah. I'm just like me personally was I was like wow, so I, so I was like I gotta write these notes down. Wait, so but, Shun Skywalker I forgot was champion three years ago, and he was champ this year too. Well, correct, yeah, I know he was this year, but I can't believe it took him. Or I, I thought he was champ way sooner than that, like almost two years to the day. Did he, he go on that excursion? Yeah, because he had because it was post COVID, so it was during the early stages. We had November twenty twenty to August of twenty one. Uh, I totally forgot. Ata was heavy. That's right, because he fucking lost second. it to Yamato. Yeah, because he lost it to Yamato. Remember, we're like he's because I remember I because that, that was my next to, question to you was why the fuck did he lose it to Yamato? Remember, remember I was in my receiving and it was like the week before it, and I was like Yamato's gonna beat him, and you're like yeah. what? And I was like, dude, I I think Yamato's gonna beat him because he because he beat um he beat KZ on night one, and then on the Speed Star final he got the Yamato because Yamato beat uh, Kota Minora. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And then he goes and fucking... Oh, I couldn't believe that. But then Kai yeah, rectified he, that by having a long-ass title reign. Because so. he made his debut on the stage after the Aita match at that uh, at that 
show. Because mm-hmm. that was when they run they ran Kobe World in November that year. I'm looking back at this now that you brought it up. Shun beat Ben K. He beat Kaito Ishida. Wow, Kazuma Sakamoto, and then unfortunately the, that uh, stoppage against Kikuda, and then he beat KZ. That's a hell of a run. Yeah. Ishida, we've always been a mark of. Ben K, we've loved, and Kazuma was so good at the end of his Dragon Gate run. Mm-hmm. And, and every time Shun and KZ work, it's always good. Great. Oh, gotcha for sure. <laughs> like, like they're one of those. They're one of those guys where you know, like every company has that pairing of oh we need to we need to have a banger match. Uh, let's just put those two together. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> wow, I guess you're all right, man. Uh, on my birthday, eleven years ago, so July twenty-seven, twenty-twelve. Um, who won the Tenru Project International Junior Heavyweight <laughs> Tag Team Championship? I I have I should Skywalker. I don't know. Satoshi Kajiwara and Katsuhiko Nakajima. Oh, so you are totally right about the whole junior thing. That baffles the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I do not see him as a junior. That's why it's because that slap is fucking mighty. That yeah, slap well, it doesn't help that he tall. gets like he's eight. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like he's out there like Deontay Jesus. Wilder and shit. Yeah. Oh my God! But but if like like I said when when they had that initial six man, Miyahara towered over Kano and Nakajima. Even Aoyagi did look look. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then when he was standing next to Sawama, it was like game over. <laughs> you know, but it also doesn't help that Kento Miyahara's back is like the size of a fucking couch yeah, cushion. Yeah, it's just yeah, it, it hovers over his own head. <laughs> Like, like when when I took that picture with him and I, and like he put his hand around my back, so I went to do the same, and I'm like, I don't know where this ends. There's <laughs> so much beef and muscle right here, and, and he's just thick. He's just a thick boy. Um, does Becky Lynch not answering one single question correctly on Celebrity Jeopardy? Uh, do you Are think you that serious? affects? Yeah, she did not answer one one question correct. <laughs> Does this mean what does that mean for her wrestling career? Do you think that'll be injected in her storyline? Do you think the fans will turn on her and call her stupid, or does it not matter whatsoever? Still, yeah. You made us look like shit. You're gonna be the numbskull. (laughs) The dimwit Becky Lynch. She got no questions right. Oh man, I didn't know that. Yeah, Celebrity Jeopardy, man, Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh my God, that's uh, that's like um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, that's like that's like watching uh, like watching some of those people in the challenge where you're just like, how do you not? Some of those people are so bad at trivia every single time. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't like isn't like Darrell like like never get like never gets the a worst. question right or Corey or one of those guys? Yeah, because one of it? them finally. Oh, Nelson. Yes, there you go. Then Nelson got it go. right. Everyone's like, oh, because he was like twenty three. He got incorrect. <laughs> and he's always like, oh no, it's trivia time. <laughs> 
But the last time he was on, man, I was like, oh, my God, he might win this. I was like, this is the biggest underdog story. And then everything was right in the world, and, and he collapsed. And, and <laughs> Did you did you watch uh, Wednesday or yesterday's show or whatever it was? I have not, no. Pretty good, pretty good. I did not like the two episodes back-to-back. I thought I would have, but I was just like, eh. You know what it was? Was I think it was weird because it was almost like they were one episode. Yeah, it just didn't really... I like the concept. I, I know, you know, I wish they didn't spoil that Jordan comes back in this episode. That I oh, missed. yeah. <laughs> like, I knew it was... I, I like, it's going to be surprises, but guess what? It's Jordan. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I, I was watching him go, why don't you just say that next week is... Or just, just tease that next week is when the vets come back. Because then yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. cool. Then we don't know who's going to show up. And then they... Oh. And oh. it, spo- spoiler without being a spoiler then, because this doesn't ruin anything. Um, when they're getting ready to, when they're like, here's where everything changes. And everyone's like, oh my God. And they show the back of the jacket. And right before they go to commercial, he turns and you're like, oh, I see his face. And then it goes to commercial. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's stupid. Oh, I see his hands. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, like you did this on the, the fucking preview too. <laughs> I, see, I see less fingers. Yeah, but hey, that guy is stronger and smarter and a millionaire more than me. So kudos to to Jordan West. I've been a full fan of his since he beat that guy I hate, uh, the big baby guy on the tug of war. I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, who Fessy Josh? Josh, thank you. Oh man, Josh. Uh, I did something. I don't know. I feel bad. I'm gonna cry now because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna cry because that's how I deflect. Here we go. He looked cool though. The last season he was on, I was like, oh, he looks respectable. And when he, he had like the braids and stuff. Yeah, and then he opened his mouth. And I was like, oh no. Yeah, because he still talks like he can't. Well, John, I bananas. I oh, swallow my tongue the whole time and don't move it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then he just slams bananas, just rips them apart. Like, like that's the thing, Josh. Like you are no one's friend. Like they say you're their friend, but no one fucking likes you. <laughs> and, and I couldn't. I can't even imagine I was on Big Brother. I've never watched a second of that show, but I could not imagine to be in the house with that guy. With yeah. No. Yeah, I've I've seen one season and that was the the celebrity one and that was it. The sexy podcast that you guys did. <laughs> I think it was only like four episodes. By the way, there's a there was a show on the fourteenth from uh uh the six 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 promotion and it was called Shinjuku Two Chom Pro Wrestling Petite Micho Mixed Day. Was Sinister Minister doing cocaine on that show, too? <laughs> yep, probably. I hope so. <laughs> so next week, Full Gear, uh, Ultimate Party, Power Struggle. And we got to talk uh, Hall of Fame still, because the ballots oh, yeah. still haven't been released yet, so we still it still hasn't been spoiled yet. Hey, um, if you're not doing, depending on my Sunday and how I feel... I mean, if you're not doing football, I mean, you have Sydney though. Never mind. Yeah, but but I usually, but I I always get Sydney home by like six thirty, so I'd be home. By like oh yeah, no, that that's my early day because I have oh. to get up early on Monday. Well, not if, a you, not if you can't go to work. Yeah, yeah. 
I was thinking that like, oh, before football, but yeah, no. Who knows? Who I, knows? I mean, theoretically, I could get up before football and do it, and then we just got to hear, Dad, come look at the way I got this. You know, he's screaming. He's going to be like, Dad, look at these votes I'm putting in. And we're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Dad, I voted for Shingo. That a boy. Oh, I'm happy. So they stopped doing where it leaves the network, huh? Dragon yeah, Gate? It's, it's, a mo- it's a month now. Awesome, because I was you because you were like, well, watch it, and I'm like, I don't think I can, man. Like, and then it's still on there, so that's awesome. I will definitely have to check that out because you hyped it up. I love me some Dragon Gate. I felt like I've fallen out of Dragon Gate this year. You know, more inconsistent than the last couple of years, but uh, excited to to kind of see some of, some of this shit, and I'm excited to see Dragon Dia win some tag team. Yeah, hell yeah. So. That's and that's the other reason too. Like I'd like you know I like I like the the DD or the the Dragon Gate, but also it's way you can get you can get some DDT in since we talk about how we always wish we did more DDT. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Mao, my favorite in the world. Yeah, Mao Cardona was pretty fun. That was a, that was a fun yeah. little match. But yeah, I, that, I'm match. telling you that that Harada Harada Hiroma match is is in my top ten. Like. Why that that one you gotta like when the bell rings don't stop until the next match gets its preview video. Like, just keep watching. It's 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 awesome. It's so good. And I will talk. The, be- the best part about all of it too, I think, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. Hiromu looks like he belongs in DDT. This dude. Oh. Like he genuinely, if you when you watch this, are gonna go. This motherfucker is having the best time of his life. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's having so much fun, and he's he the Hiromo of old, so perfect. Yeah, it's like I I'm like I I've, I've never wanted to see him more in, in DDT than right now. Awesome, awesome. So it's 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 fun, it's fun. I'm excited. Uh, shout out. We'll talk a little bit more, uh, as Ryan stated, next week with GDT Ultimate Party. Uh, Bataki Akai ending her, her 12-year wrestling career, uh, primarily with DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro, uh, part of one of my favorite factions of the of the 20 knots of, uh, <laughs> of eruption. Uh, just just badass. And, you know, she made that, that Gwen Stefani song, Tight as Hell. Um, but wish her well uh, on her retirement. She she was a, a force to be reckoned with. She had the respect of her peers all around, um, Piro and Joshi. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura even sending out a, a, a video apparently at Ultimate Party. So uh, very happy she l- legit uh, gets her flowers as well as leaving her boots in the ring. And uh, just thank you, Saki Akai. There, there is two... Um, if anybody's curious as to what it is or for when, when you get to it, um, you know, they're, they, they have like a bunch of videos they play from wrestlers talking, you know, like thanking her for her career and stuff. Um, and then they then they mute one and they only show her face the whole time. And it's because on the big screen, it's Shinsuke Nakamura with the raw logo behind him, um, praising her. So it's muted on the, on the feed. You, you don't even see who's, who's talking. You just watch her face reacting. But there's a ton of videos on Twitter of people posting the Nakamura part. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's wild. Yeah, it's really cool. I was trying to figure out who that was, and then Doof was just, 
he he lives on Twitter and he's like, holy shit, I think I figured out who that person was because I watched I watched uh, DDT with with Doof and Jordan, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, holy shit, Nakamura did one. That's really cool. <laughs> but since it's got the Raw logo and stuff, they can't show it. But yeah. Booty, booty, booty. Even though the Saito brothers on their feet are coming out to docking, like you probably should <laughs> mute that, like the other stuff you mute. Yeah, docking would be someone that would fight for royalties. So, <laughs> what you got coming up on uh, Strong Style Media Network uh, tomorrow night, there, Ryan? Tomorrow, WrestleCast Radio slash Strong uh, Standing Eight Count kind of combine the two for the minimal time being. Uh, we are going to break down our mid-year uh, awards. So offensive, defensive player of the year, offensive, defensive rookie of the year, comeback head coach, and MVP in the National Football League, along Ooh. with our mid-season mock draft. So we're, we're doing a entire first-round mock draft of where we see who going where at this point in the season. Um, also, talk some NBA with the, the, uh, uh, the, the in-season tournament. Uh, I want to I want to touch on how Carl Anthony Towns is a hoe, and yeah. uh, couldn't believe watching Draymond Did choke you... Rudy Gobert, and he just stood there going, "Hey, let him go! What are you doing?" I was about to ask you, who would you prefer to see choked out, uh, Gobert or or Towns? I would have rather seen Towns get choked out and Gobert not help him, just, just like Towns <laughs> didn't help him. Even yeah, though Gobert, I think Gobert, Gobert would have punched like... the shit out of him. Yeah, he would have. He would have. He would have fixed his he... teeth. He would have smoked Draymond with a two-piece. Yeah. Instead, yeah. instead, Towns is just hugging them. Guys, nah, I'm Towns. Right. And he's playing really good, too, which is great. But he's still such a bitch. But. Yeah, I, I still um, think three, four years ago was the best trading opportunity for him. Yeah. But we're I, not, think we're, I think right now the best thing we could get is like OG on an OB and a first-rounder from Toronto. That's mm-hmm. what I think is the Which... OG on an OB, to be fair, guarded the best player on the opposing team more than any player in the entire league did last year. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, if you put that defense with Towns, and oh my God, like he's one of the best in the league, but it's just his defense is. And that's why they got Gobert, because the man can block. And uh, Jaden McDaniels is, was number three oh, in that yeah. all star uh, list yep. behind Ananobi, and I can't remember who was number two. It slips my mind, but. Yeah. Um, but it's and then, been a fun uh, basketball season, that's for sure. Um, MLB awards came out, and we had four unanimous award winners this year, which blows for my mind. Um, Garrett Cole got all 30 votes for AL Cy Young. Um, Gunnar Henderson got all 30 votes for AL Rookie of the Year. Uh, Shohei Otani got all 30 votes for AL MVP. And Ronald Lacuna got all 30 votes for NL MVP. Wow. And I can't remember who won the NL Cy Young, but they got 28 of the 30 votes, too. So it was almost a unanimous Cy Young and MVP on both uh, leagues, which I don't think has ever happened before. Really? Uh, so we'll talk that. And, you know, as, as we're getting towards winter meeting time, we'll talk about Otani, where he could end up. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll dive into a little boxing uh, tonight. Emmanuel Navarrete defends his title, and we also have uh, Shakur Stevenson defending his title tonight as well in a random Thursday down at uh, Mandalay Bay. Hmm. Um, and then also we're going to kind of talk uh, the showtime is is officially 
done with boxing, like HBO was last year. Yes. Showtime's, yep. And the last card Showtime is running is um, at the Armory on December 15th, I think, with a David Morello uh, world title fight. Whew. So, got to go to that. So got to get my credentials to that. So, so how was Otani MVP when their team was horrible? So, like, they're saying they would have lost more games? Yeah, yeah. He had, like, one of the biggest wins above replacement, like, in the history of the league. Like, well, this... I, I get that, but, like, MVP is, like, supposed to be like, hey, without this team or without him on a team, they would suck even more. Like, I don't know. I, I think I think what you gotta what you gotta look at with Otani is he he went ten and five and led the league in strikeouts I believe this year, and on top of that he had 151 hits, 44 homers, and 95 RBIs with 20 steals. So he I mean, he was like one of the runners up for the Cy Young on top of Jesus. It. Oh, I'm, I'm not denying his <laughs> talents, but I mean. I don't know. I'm just happy the Cubs are, are shopping for him. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I would, lo- I would love him to go Cubs or Dodgers. I, I, I think he's going to end up in like Seattle or San Francisco. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Seattle because they, they did right with Ota- with uh, Ichiro, but I do not mm-hmm. want him to go to the Giants. Ugh. No, no. That's like the number one thing I don't want. Cubbies. <laughs> But Cubs, I would be totally fine with. Yeah, and then he would bust and no the overexposure and yeah. No, this this guy is like the man. I can't, uh, he's talk about a sure thing. And, and like uh, he's put, still gonna get him in a Chicago uniform. And that's <laughs> no, don't say it that way. In, well, in positivity, positivity. Yeah, his wins above replacement last year was a six. Jesus. <laughs> um, they said next year he won't. He's probably not going to be able to pitch because he's having that Tommy Johns. But yeah, yeah. okay, cool. I still got you know the forty-four homers, uh, uh, you know ninety-five RBIs, one hundred fifty-one hits. Oh, excuse me, I lied. His his wins above replacement was a ten last year. Excuse me, it was even better than I thought. My God, yeah, he just he his he had an incredible. He, you could argue last year was the best season any player has ever had in a season in baseball. Oh, wow. It's ridiculous how good he is. Uh, breaking news. NWA expected to make a roster of production cuts. I didn't know it could get worse. Whoa. Who else can they get rid of? This weekend's sign- NWA tapings will be running with a bare-bones crew with uh, only contracted talent. Mike Knox and Violent Jay are the only wrestlers not under contract. Mike Knox and Violent Violent J flies himself in and works for free. <laughs> maybe maybe they could a sign fuck. Kenny K I N G King who left uh, Impact again. No, he's the signing for Saturday. Oh no! And the powerhouse <laughs> no. is going to slap him. Hell yeah! All right, say good night, Ryan. Hey, full gears this Saturday. Hell Future yeah! Report. On the, on the internet. In, Bye, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. Bye. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.